<laughs> okay. Got some good ones. <laughs> I just looked at one. It's so bad. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> Sitting around with time to kill. Hey folks, Big Jake here just to take a minute and remind you that Music the Lifeblood is not a politically correct podcast. So the following episode might have some colorful commentary on the subjects at hand. Listener discretion is advised. Sitting around with time to kill. If we don't do it, then no one will. Our eyes are cold, our thoughts are low. Fifteen minutes till we lose control. You are now listening to... Music, the lifeblood. A generation behind, going nowhere's just fine. Maybe tonight, some night we die. Ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned yourself into another episode of the Music, the Lifeblood podcast. I am your very humble host, Dustin. Join with me, as always, the cliche platitudes to my receding Jufro. Yeah. Big Jake. Hey, that was a ooh, ooh. That one made me feel tingly. I like that one. That, that was, was good. good. That, was that was good. A good one. Big Jake. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking about an album that proves once again Gene Simmons is only kind of the bass player for Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Asylum today. <laughs> yeah, the 1985 hit. <laughs> <laughs> the 1985 smattering if you will <laughs> just no you just say no just the 1985 existence album yeah <laughs> it was a which is a fucking shame it's really good it's extremely it's really good good but everybody kind of went nah. i mean it's weird that they have faces well tear, tears are falling did pretty well you mean tears don't fall stop <laughs> Stop. I, I probably is, typed that in it, three times. I'll send this episode to Bruce Kulick because I want Bruce to hear this. Good. And you we don't, have nothing but good things to say about him. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you don't want to be the one. I confusing confusing I almost I almost did it again. Confusing uh their song for for a uh bullet for my Valentine song. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the same thing. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly the same thing. Yeah, it's the asylum episode. Yeah, man. See, it seems to be we're we're in a rhythm that whenever we have a break, yeah, we come back with the kiss episode. We come back with a kiss kiss yeah. episode. So I think that's probably that's probably the way to go. We got to give the people what they want. Yeah, there's a a certain amount of of the music, the lifeblood, the MTLB Ultra Mega Militia. Yeah, expect Ex- they expect this. Expect kiss content. They expect kiss content, and for you to fanboy, and for me to go. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like, eh. and you're just like, ah. I look this. Hey, just, okay, yeah. So we did. We did, we've done a Creatures of the Night episode. We have. That's a fucking another good-ass right. album. But for the most part, unless it's been Vinyl Thursday or Conversations from the Pit, yeah. generally you and I are talking about uh, mostly makeup era Yeah, stuff. for sure. For sure. So I think this might be the first full-blown Music no the makeup. Lightblood podcast, no makeup episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we haven't done Lick It Up. We've not. I did a Crazy Nights Vinyl Thursday. We, well, I thought we, 
we did something. I remember at some point we talked about Animalize a whole lot. This is in the before times, I think. No, no, no. This was, I don't, I don't think we covered the whole album. But I remember it came up a lot. It probably was a Vinny episode. If okay. I had to guess. Might have been. Yeah. Yeah, we do talk I about get, Vinny a lot. I get, we do, <laughs> as one should, as one does, as as is needed. Sometimes you just have to look into the abyss. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Give me hundred bucks. <laughs> staring, staring into the abyss, and it wants a hundred bucks. You'll find that Vinny stares back at you, <laughs> expecting a hundred dollars. <laughs> Whether it's a hundred dollars <throat> worth your soul, yeah, or an actual one hundred dollars, <laughs> either way, a hundred bucks. Either way, Vinny's going to take his fee. I want that Chris <laughs> Benji right here. <laughs> Vinny is awful. Yeah, man, you you excited for that? You excited for that two hundred and fifty dollars speedball CD? <laughs> CD. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been having some fun on the music to Lightblood social media with that. So if you get an if you get an opportunity, just go to Vinny Vince Vinny Vincent dot com. I think and just enjoy or dot net and just and just have a look around. Just enjoy like <laughs> like self loathing incarnate. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. You don't no, think so? No, it's not that. It's like histrionic, fucking grandiose posturing. <laughs> Like, it's just like, hooray, mental illness. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. He's, he's charging. Look, okay, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Yeah. Uh, he has signed CDs on there. Yeah. On his on his online store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're 150 bucks. For, for a CD? For an autographed CD. It's not vinyl. It's not a gatefold. It's not some What's fancy. What's the CD? It's not. Is it a, is just, it a, like, lick it up. Creatures of the Night, Vinny Vincent Invasion. Huh. It's just those. He's selling? He can sell those CDs on his store? I guess. He is. That's going to (laughs) stop. That's not going to go for very long. I just can't believe, like... You can sell VVI shit. Like, that's... Okay. Okay, the, okay. Oh, we'll, just, we'll do a quick aside before quick we aside start before this we episode, bust into because asylum. We're gonna yeah. bust into asylum. This is this is worth it. This is worth it. So yes. he has a he has an album called Speedball Jam. It album is a strong word. <laughs> it sure is. It's like ooh. It's this it, episode <laughs> is closer to an album than Speedball <laughs> Jam is. Okay, but anyway, it's a it's a release. There you go. It's a release. It exists of literally Vinnie Vincent boombox recordings backstage of his guitar warm ups, and it's just fuckery. It, it is. It is forty five minutes of, of fuckery noise. Yeah, like bee buzzing, just yeah. arpeggios and runs and going like yeah nowhere. Feedback that. Clearly yeah. is not on purpose. But anyway, <laughs> he's releasing it. He's really he he posted on his social media that it was uh uh two hundred and fifty dollars. You get the C D, an autographed eight by ten, and a guitar pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Limited pressing of one thousand. So let's just follow that line of thought. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Please. Two hundred fifty dollars times one thousand is yeah. two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes. Correct. Yep. So he is, <clears throat> he is implying or inferring whatever whatever yes. he's he is he is he is he's saying <laughs> that 
It's worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And okay, 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 okay. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, just by way of comparison, mm-hmm. go take a look at Bruce Kulick's online store. Yes. He Bruce Kulick has Bruce Kulick also autograph a very good guitar player. Bruce Kulick is the best Kiss guitar player there's ever been. Oh, hands down. Everyone can fuck right off. Yeah, no, hands you, down. If you want to argue with me, no, on there's that. no, there's no argument from here. You can all go to fucking hell. <laughs> you can shut your goddamn whore mouths. <laughs> Who's better, Ace? No, <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> You're all dumb. <laughs> If you think the Bruce Kulick isn't the best Ace guitar Ace plays guitar like the best 14-year-old ever. <laughs> like the best 14-year-old guitar player. Anyway, we go, by way of comparison, go look at Bruce Kulick's online store. Uh, autograph photos. Yeah. Uh, you can buy some albums. Yep. Vinyl. Mm-hmm. Vinyl, you can buy little miniature guitar replicas. Yeah. The banana guitar. Yep. The Asylum swirly paint mm-hmm. guitar. You can fucking buy all those things. Mm-hmm. Guess what none of those things are? Uh, a CD that costs $250. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Why buy something from Viddy when you can actually get something good? And you could probably from, get from Bruce. six to seven of those things for the cost <laughs> yes, of the one exactly. CD. Exactly. Yeah. And probably Bruce will write you a note. And the content's going to be significantly better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So VVI was good, but it was but, just because it was half a slaughter. I'll figure because this is going to, if you listen to this a couple years from now, the Vinnie Vincent thing would have played out. So I don't know what happened. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to assume. Well, let me I've take just, a guess. <laughs> <laughs> that. He sells five. The CD comes out. <laughs> And he sells five, <laughs> and then he makes a really big rant on social media about how he's going away because people are fucks. <laughs> and then in a month or so, he's gonna do something else. <laughs> so that's overpriced. There's your prediction. That's my there's, prediction. There's your prediction. Yeah. So, all right, fucking yeah, asylum. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we're gonna be talking about asylum. So stick around. What you want to do is we're going to take a break here in a second. Go ahead and hit the pause button. Go listen to the whole fucking album. Yeah, it's good. One, it's amazing. It's really good. Two, it's fucking even more amazing. Yeah. Like, I can't, it's (laughs) like, I don't know what to say. The album is so fucking good. So go listen to it, and then don't forget, while you're paused listening to Asylum, make sure you go watch the three music videos Mm -hmm. from the album. So that's Tears Are Falling, Who Wants to Be Lonely, and Uh, All Night. Uh. All night. So, which those videos are, I could do a year's worth of. It's the same video of, three times in well, a different setting. No, there's a volcano. I feel like I the, mean, the what, volcano. One has is... a bunch of awkward white girls in a shower. Yeah, that's, okay. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of them are just them on stage it's in bright always, colors. It's always like those those old school deodorant commercials <laughs> where they have a like a little picture of the deodorant bottle and then just whoosh <laughs> water just hits water. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I want you to think about something. How much is this episode of Music the Lifeblood worth to you? What kind of value would you put on all Music the Lifeblood content? Just in general. Yep. 
whether it's Vinyl Thursday, Conversations from the Pit, the Music the Lightblood podcast, the rare occasions that Jake does in Unknown and Underground. Rare occasions. <laughs> what is all of that stuff worth to you? What kind of value would you put on it? So if you're going to go with monetary value, you got some options. You can just fucking PayPal that shit over to us. Yep. You think this episode is worth 10 bucks? Bam. Musicthelightblood at gmail.com. Write us a note in there and I'll fucking high five you with my mind. If you want to go the Patreon route, you want to do reoccurring installments of monies from $1 all the way up to 500 whatever value best suits you. You can do that. Head over to musicthelifeblood.com or is it patreon.com backslash musicthelifeblood. There you go. There we go. <laughs> I was just going to let you figure it out. We don't have a dot com. I was so just going to let you figure it out. <laughs> I was going to let go. you get anyway, it. Anyway, you can go that route. Pull it right out of your checking account. It goes into the Music Lifeblood Fund where yep. we buy new computers, microphones, software yep. that I use to edit Vinyl Thursday, SoundCloud storage for the podcast, all that other crap, and then lawyer fees as well because yeah. we do- Because YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on the occasion, I say something horrifically bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I might have to run it by the lawyer. Hey, so, are we fucked? Let, let he's me, like, yeah, we're fucked. Let, let me preface everything we talked about, Vinnie Vincent. That is just alleged. That is allegedly. Allegedly. Is allegedly, allegedly, Vinnie Vincent is selling an album that is terrible yes. for $250. That is, that is conjecture and hearsay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a minute. But God like I it. said, what kind of value would you put on Music the Lifeblood? If you do put value on Music the Lifeblood, mm-hmm. that makes you a member of the MTLB Ultra Mega Militia. Mm-hmm. Give us your money. We give you all this great free content. We love it. All right. When we get back, uh, I'm just going to have a Bruce Kulick boner. Yeah. All right. Listen up, you slack-jawed pansies. Who among you thinks you're fit enough to be a part of the MTLB Ultra Mega Militia? Who among you has the stones to listen to every single episode of the Music to Lifeblood podcast? fucking album it's really good is killer real rolling stone really hates it fine <laughs> Just, it's funny because i fucking hate rolling stone i know but i was going through the reviews and it was like four out of five five out of five four out of five one out of five and it's like <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah it's rolling stone like, okay okay Kiss just didn't look, pay him um, enough money that's no, all you, it is I, <laughs> 
That's, you got to pay money. No, look, I'm not. Look, look. Okay, fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Of, there's a bunch of overlap between the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and, and Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. It, you, don't, uh, you don't say. Yeah, I I kind of <laughs> I kind of pin the medal on the chest of Jan Winner. Yeah, Win Winner Winner, not Winter Win Winner Winner. Like like Winter Winner Chicken Dinner. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that guy's a fuck. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. They really liked Year of the Cobra though, so somebody in there's doing their job. Someone, so, yeah. Which yay, yeah, woo, yay. yeah. Look, they kiss. Paul Stanley wrote like you. You guys are fucks. A letter yeah. when Eric Carr died. Yeah. In 91. Mm-hmm. 91? Yeah, 91. 91. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was just like, look, you guys are fucking cock dickers. This, yeah. this dude played on albums that have sold millions at this point. Yeah. Played to millions of people. And you didn't say a word about it. He's this amazing, like, John Bonham-esque. Yeah. Powerful drummer. Yeah. That helped, you know, sort of reshape what Kiss was going to be throughout the 80s and early mm-hmm. 90s. And, but you guys are fucks and you didn't even bother talking. You didn't even put like an obituary a blurb, blurb yeah. in the magazine. You fucking was they talking about Freddie Mercury, which you should talk about Freddie you, Mercury. Yeah, he's fucking Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury yeah. and Eric Carr died on the same day. Oh, well. So just to not talk yeah. about that whatsoever, that's a strong indicator that you are a fuck. Yeah. And people, you deserve to have your magazine made fun of. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, I agree. Rolling Stone's a fucking big bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking bad. Yeah, I remember reading. Even when I was a kid, when I was young. Yeah. I remember picking it up occasionally going, what the fuck? Like, it was just like Radiohead. Yes, it was always Radiohead. <laughs> oh my god, I also remember that. And then it was Coldplay for a long Ugh. time after that. So you can tell where their priorities. The are last time I remember like, seeing a cover like, of Rolling Stone magazine that I was like, "Oh, that's neat," <laughs> was when, uh, uh, oh no, Daft Punk had like oh, a the, huge with album, the wonky helmets. Yeah, they had stuff, full yeah. suits with the helmets, and I was like, "All right, that's pretty cool." <laughs> and that was the last time. Yeah, yeah, fuck Rolling Stone. Good God. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, now I'm in a bad mood. I'm sorry. And now I'm frustrated. Yeah, I mean, I you're wasn't fr- wasn't it's frustrating. I was frustrated. In a, I was in a great mood. You're still in a great mood. We Shut were, up. We're going to talk about Bruce Kulick and Eric Carr. We were trolling Vinnie Vincent. We're still going to do that too. We're talking about how great Bruce Kulick is. <laughs> he is. Was it? I. Now I'm frustrated. Come on, step it up. So she's step the game. Work th- work through the pain. All right, till the tape. Yeah. Uh, recorded during the summer of '85. Released September. 86? 85. 85. Released September 85. Yeah, Recorded two months prior. Yeah. Blows my fucking mind with this band. Pretty pretty quick turnaround. That is, every album they fucking do is a quick turnaround. Yeah. Like, it always blows my mind, because nowadays, you know, Devin Townsend's always my point of reference. Like, Devin Townsend records an album, and it comes out eight months later. (laughs) Yeah. And Kiss is like, now, turn and burn. Two months? There were well, we they are, had to. It we was, were pressing this vinyl while we're recording. Of, I mean, they were they weren't having the most amazing time when it came to fundage. Yeah, so they had to keep working. Even still, yeah. two months is not a lot of fucking time. It's impressive from in the studio to release the album. Yeah. Like two months now isn't enough time to press the album. Like you can't get it on CD that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's hard to. 
the eighties is uh I you know, I have the whole KISS discography committed to memory. You do. Um yeah. that's why I'm surprised so, you have notes for this. Like well, I just I just wrote co writes on some some fun songs. fun yeah, facts. Some, yeah, some co writes on songs, that sort of thing. So it's uh yeah. Yeah, produced by Paul and Gene, mm-hmm. which means Paul produced it. Yeah. And Gene was just like... Gene was there smoking or like, something. <laughs> with a styrofoam coffee cup. Yeah, yeah. Just being like, sounds good. <laughs> play it, play that back, man. Play that back. <laughs> every every time we talk about Kiss, my my, I don't want to say my opinion because it never was high to begin with, but like my my thoughts on Gene Simmons just dip lower and lower <laughs> every single time we talk about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, Gene's okay. Okay, here's the thing. Like, he's not a bad dude. I'm not going out and being like, who's fuck piece of shit. It's just like. His, you have rewritten some history, sir. <laughs> and like a little bit, you've rewritten some history. A little, little bit, little yeah. Bit. I think the the thing with Gene is that, uh, okay. <laughs> wow, okay. had okay. a little. Do you have a, enjoyed that little moment with Gene yourself has, just now? Gene has a Gene has a bad habit of writing shitty songs. <laughs> I mean, okay. and they make their way. To, they make their <laughs> because way because he's Gene Simmons to, to the album because I could because he writes the paychecks <laughs> because Paul is. I th- I think a lot of it came down to Paul was unable to physically overcome Gene. <laughs> too big. <laughs> Paul's too small. Gene's too big. For Paul Paul had to go. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't beat him up if I get the right shot in. <laughs> He'll only have one song on the album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he won't be holding us back. You know? Oh, my God. Like, I feel like because, oh. <laughs> because, look, and it started pretty early on. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, there's a song on uh, <clears throat> Dynasty called X-Ray Eyes, mm-hmm. which is arguably awful. Yeah. <laughs> it is not a good song. And then Unmasked. He has a song called She's So European, which. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's bad already. I don't even need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to know. Yeah. It's got a little, <laughs> a little keyboard solo in it. Like, you ever see that video of that kid? He's got a he's got a little keyboard. Yeah. He goes, I don't want to check my bank account. Check it, check it. I was thinking more of keyboard cat. Just right. Okay. With the straight arms. Okay. Yeah. But I picture I picture Gene Simmons <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I don't want to write good lyrics. Because <laughs> it's the 80s, so it's a Casio. So it's like... <laughs> I just... Yeah, okay. But it's anyway, man. and then we got the songs on The Elder. <laughs> Which are something. Mr. Blackwell <laughs> is a song. <laughs> it's, it's, it happened. <laughs> Can't, you then, can't unsee it. And Creatures of Night, we're like, okay, it's pretty okay. Yeah, it's okay. We, got, it's we, okay. Got, we got our shit together. But, it's, but a lot of it's because he he only sings. Like he Which he also <laughs> shouldn't do. <laughs> no, no. 
No, Gene's a really good singer. No, he's not. No, he's amazing, dude. He's amazing when he's not using that monster voice from the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Strata. <laughs> no, yeah. he's a really good singer. Is he? Man. Yes. He's... I know he has perfect you... pitch, which is infuriating. When you listen to uh, Crazy Night specifically, yeah. there's there's a song on Crazy Night. Um, uh... I just blanked on all of Crazy Nights. I mean, that's fine. Uh, uh, with red nails round his throat. It's a ritual slaying. Thief in the Night. Oh, okay. Thief in the Night. Anyway, there's a, which was a Wendy O. Williams uh, song. Surprise. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which Gene helped do that album. Uh yeah, Gene is a really good singer. Huh. He's that... really fucking good. Hmm. Well, that's he should stop doing whatever it is he's doing then. <laughs> yeah, no, because through the eighties, he's great. Yeah, the I, I will say, like, the, he's great. He's great on Asylum. The backup and gang vocals on this album are fucking top notch. That's yeah. literally the first thing I noticed. Was like, God damn, these backup vocals are fucking powerful. It's a lot so of good. A lot of that's Eric. Um, yeah. Eric's voice comes through yeah. uh, really noticeably. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Eric's um, there's they have a song called "God Gave Rock and Roll to You." God gave rock and roll. Yeah, to, ya. to everyone he gave to song to be sung. Yeah, that's Eric singing oh, those, okay. singing that. Um, yeah. the the whatever the other melody harmony, the whatever. harmony, whatever. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Produced by Paul and Gene. Yeah. So that means it's Paul, produced was, by Paul. Paul was doing most of the heavy and lifting. Gene was and Gene was <laughs> diddling on a bass and drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't play yeah. 20% of this album. <laughs> yeah. So he had to be doing Sha- something. Sean Bouvois. Sean Bouvois. Yeah. Sean Bouvois. And there was somebody Jean else. Jean Bouvois coming through in Alan, the clutch. And Alan Schwartzberg. Yeah. Just yeah. A little bit of drumming. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Scott <sighs> It's just so funny that, like, I feel like all the bass player stereotypes ring so true in all of these situations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, you're just like, you don't do much, buddy. <laughs> like, you're just kind of no, here. He's, I mean, he showed up because they were, because they put some, they put a little bit of money into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a good ass album. They so. were coming off of uh, Tears of Falling. They're like, yeah, we got that Tears of Falling money. Yeah, so let's, let's fucking let's, make a dope-ass album. Let's do the thing. Yeah. So I think on one hand, I think just if I were Paul, I was just glad that like Gene clocked in. Yeah, you know he's here. I mean? like, he's here. He's in. He was, he was here. <laughs> he was here. Now he's gone, but it's still better than Ace not being here. So <laughs> No, better than Ace being there. <laughs> Ace <laughs> isn't drunk in a corner somewhere, so I guess that's a step in the right direction. Playing cards. Yeah. Playing cards in the corner with his eyes closed. <laughs> and what appears to be flour on his face. <laughs> and a bottle of Jack. Uh, no, he drank wine. He made champagne. Uh, of course he fucking um, did. Dom. Because he's a classy Dom, drunk. Dom Perignon. He had a he had a refrigerated road case built. Just uh, for his wine? Just for, for his, his champagne. For his champagne. Yeah, which is, which is, yeah, that's a thing that happened. They, good or bad, 
Kiss truly is like the epitome of like rock star bullshit. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. engineer by da- Dave Whitman. Yeah. Dave Whitman. Yep. Fucking coming through in the clutch. Mm-hmm. Dave Whitman. He did a lot of stuff with them. Yeah. Tons. Oodles. He worked on Dress to Kill, Paul Stanley's solo, Pete's solo album. Oh, poor, poor guy. Uh, Killers, the the four mm-hmm. new songs on yeah. Killers, Creatures of Night, Look It Up, Animalize, and Asylum. Oh, wow. He did a lot. Yeah. So I think d- he obviously, Paul was comfortable with Dave. Yeah. yeah. He could trust Dave would, hey, I need it. I want this sound. Can you? He, he can make it work. You can make it work. Dave's like, fucking, I got it. I can make it work. I got it, Paul. Yeah. I got it, Paul Stanley of Kiss. Listen, Paulie. <laughs> oh, ooh. I got this mic. It's going to make you piss your pants. It's going to make even you sound good. <laughs> what? <That's terrible. laughs> he sounds really great on this album. He really Stanley does. He sounds incredible. He really does. Dave Whitman is such a good engineer. He will make me shit your pants. <laughs> I will shit your pants. It's so good. <laughs> you will shit my pants. You'll sound so good. <clears throat> Bet you ten dollars I'll shit my pants for five dollars. <laughs> Does that mean you only get five or do you get fifteen? I'm not sure how that works. Well, I think you keep the ten. Yeah. Because you so you But then get you give five. them five back? <laughs> you only get five from them. Okay. <laughs> so I would I would say oh, <laughs> Huh. I'll bet you ten dollars, which means yeah. it's my ten. Yeah. Now, against will, your five, I will, I will shit my pants for five dollars. So, you, someone has to give me five dollars <laughs> to to shit my pants so, and to keep this ten dollars. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I'll hear today. Uh, okay. Anyway, and then they did. They recorded it at Electric Lady. Yeah, in not here. It, uh, New was York. It, was it New York? Yeah. Well, no, it was the, the videos that were all shot in Europe. That's what I read about. That. Oh, probably. Yeah, and I was like, fucking yeah, why? Yeah, Electric Lady, that's fucking, that's Jimi Hendrix and Eddie Kramer's studio. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that put that. And they did some some other tracking at Right Track Studios. Mm-hmm. Released on Mercury. I think that's in New York City, too. We were, all right, was this the, what? how many albums are we removed from Casablanca at this point? This one was released on Mercury. Uh, Is this the... Because like, I thought Animalize was still somewhat released on Casablanca. No. Okay. No. Polygram. Oh, fuck. So they went to another new one. No, they kept. Polygram was who they were with for the vast majority of... Yeah, but this one's on Mercury. That's what I'm saying. They're on a new They're on a new one now. This was on Mercury and Vertigo in Europe. Well, if it was Polygram... Why am I blanking on this? I don't know. Yeah, Polygram. I wonder if Polygram's been bought out by Mercury now, so they retroactively became Mercury. Well, it's on there. So oh this, yeah, this is my original. This is my original copy. So yeah. this is a this is an eighty six. Okay. So it must be a subsidiary. Subsidiary, of, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Mercury. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Ask Bruce. Hey Bruce, tweet. tweet. What did you do this for? <laughs> what? What? Which why, out? Which record label? Why is are it things on? this way? Why? Why? Why are you so good? Why don't you play more solos? Why, why play play more solos, Bruce? Just play more solos. I don't know what to do. Is that what we should, is that what we should do now? We should just start like hounding Bruce. A- no, just asking people questions on the show in <laughs> hopes they'll hear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't tweet it. We just ask like the ether and I mean, hope they hear it. <laughs> yeah, just I don't know. Just give us an answer to whatever question. You <laughs> and then it hit number twenty on Billboard. Yeah. Um. And again, I have this written down. Uh. Fucking Finland loves the shit out of Kiss. <laughs> Because it hit number one. They do. And yeah, uh, yeah. so does fucking Sweden because it hit number three. Yeah. 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 Because this is a bunch of. Finland, man, they are always coming through for Kiss. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's a theme. <laughs> that's like every album. It's always way higher How than big everywhere is else. Finland? What, what, Not what that big. I mean, they also love Lordy, though. So. I mean, I like Lordy sometimes. <laughs> Lordy. I do like Lordy. No. Lordy's okay sometimes. I can't do it. It's good rock and roll, man. You sound like rap, but look like guar. Yeah. It's just so... What the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> That's amazing. I don't have any problems with that. <laughs> I have no issues with that. such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, um... <clears throat> I like Asylum. I like Me too. It. A lot. I, I like... I like, lot. I like hair metal kiss a bunch. Other than I have to see Gene's face. That's a real bummer. <laughs> But other than that, I really like hair metal kids. That guy over there. He's fucking weird. He makes me uncomfortable, man. He's kind of ugly. <laughs> it, it's not even that Can he's we, ugly. Why don't you guys just get Jean Bouvoir? It's, yeah, there. just, he's just in the band now. Like that, that is, that would, like, yeah. It's not, it's not that he's ugly. He is, but it's not what bothers me. <laughs> what bothers me is that, he's constantly trying to seduce the camera with his sexy eyes, and right. it's, not sexy and it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> i don't like it you're always licking the, you're licking the air and you're making that fucking that face he makes all the time and it just makes me fucking uncomfortable man uh, fucking stop remember when the the leather the leather guy from the village people we were looking the the the, the leather man is sexually assaulting me with his eyes <laughs> yeah gene is sexually assaulting me with his eyes right right constantly <laughs> a lot of a lot of dry friction <laughs> yeah <laughs> just not, it's not yeah and he humps his base a lot it's not gonna work man he humps his base a lot and he's always licking the air and he just makes me generally uncomfortable yeah yeah as <laughs> they did um there's a there's a okay there's a greatest hits album they mm-hmm. put out not too long after this. Yeah, um, I think after Crazy Nights, mm-hmm. um, called Smashes, Thrashes, <laughs> and Hits. Yeah, and they did two new songs. Yeah, for that one, <clears throat> uh, song called Let's Put the X in Sex, and another yeah I know, and another <laughs> another song called You Make Me Rock Hard. Oh Jesus fucking tap dancing Christ! And the You Make Me Rock Hard video. Yeah, Paul Eric Bruce fucking nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Gene clearly doesn't know the song. <sighs> Playing nowhere near anything that would uh um uh, what, he, what he's playing that, is not what it sounds like. Right. Yeah, he's right, like ooh, right. Ooh. Right. And he fucking looks like a raccoon with dark circles around his eyes cuz the makeup is terrible and his wig is awful. <laughs> And he also mimes words that he clearly doesn't know. He's just watermelon it up. Yeah. Watermelon, yeah. watermelon, <laughs> watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> and it's and it's too like every time I watch it, I'm like, just you guys. 
Is is uh is is Gene Simmons the Lars of Kiss? Does he does everyone know that he needs to go, but it doesn't happen? Like at that time, (laughs) it was just awful. Like, and I felt like it felt like I I honestly I I remember I remember being young and being like Jean Bouvard. Hey. What about that guy? Is that the black dude from the Plasmatics? And I was like, I fucking think it is. Yeah. Get him in the band. Yeah. Yeah. They would, like, Jean can sing. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking killer bass player. Yeah. Absolutely incredible bass player. And, like, you guys, you guys. (laughs) You guys. Fucking stop. Eric and Bruce. The answer is in front of you. Eric and Bruce are fucking shit hot, man. Dude, I honestly, I feel like. During there were multiple times during this album that Bruce and Eric went off and were like, "Fucking listen, man! <laughs> like we have got to get some creative control because this is some fucking bullshit." Like they had, to, I feel like there yeah. was this. Yeah. This album is Kiss, but I feel like it's like two parts. <laughs> there's, there's Eric yeah. and Bruce, and yeah. there's Gene and Paul. And well, no, like, no, I don't. I don't think that's it. Like. I think I think it's Paul, Eric, and Bruce. Yeah, and Gene. And Gene. <laughs> and Gene's like, Gene, I want to hang out. Guys. Gene shows up and is like, "Hey guys, I got my uh, I got my notebook of just stupid platitudes. <laughs> I got my notebook of bullshit. <laughs> I got ideas. I got ideas. Here, we guys think of this anyway. You slice it. And the other guys are like." I mean, yeah. that's that's great. Gene. You write the checks, Gene. That's, so I guess we'll we'll give you one. That's great, Gene. I mean, that song's okay. Like, like well, yeah, it is. And Trial by Fire it, is pretty good. He helped on that one too. Only because Bruce has a co-write on it, it makes it like he sang that one too. He did. Yeah, yeah he's got anyway. He slice it. Trial by Fire. Loves a deadly weapon and secretly cruel. And who wants to be lonely? No, that's Paul. Oh no, it does say Stanley. My apologies. I read yeah, that's along. Paul. Yeah. The the songs that the the Gene songs that are good yeah. or I hate to say it less bad <laughs> are when Bruce gives him a co-write yeah because yeah. Bruce is a good riff man yeah you don't you don't associate Bruce as like a a riff player <laughs> he's the lead you know, player like, he just solos over shit yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah. just like he's a fucking he's a technical genius yeah you know but like Bruce is a fucking good riff man like he'll good. Be like good hey. I got this. I got this fucking sick, nasty riff. <laughs> we should start making fake, fake quotes and facts about Bruce Kulick. <laughs> like, Bru- like, like Chuck Norris. Yeah. Like, did you know, like something that's almost believable? Like, like, did you know that Bruce Kulick, uh, taught Dimebag the riff for walk? <laughs> No, I don't like that one. No, just dumb go, shit like that. Just more, give him give him more, credit for everything. Go more grandiose. Did like, you know? Did you know that Bruce Kulig was a dick double for Ron Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to keep it in the realm of music, but like, did you know that Bruce Kulig actually uh, was Eddie Van Halen's guitar teacher for a while? <laughs> Like, just fucking all, just give that him credit is, for everything. That's actually kind of believable. Exactly! <laughs> that, yeah, that is believable. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. These are things that can be done. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Kulick yeah. patented the pop top on soda cans. Yeah. That's why he's, you he know. He invented that. He doesn't need to play in Kiss all the time because he's, he's riding that pop top money. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's also a major shareholder in pop tarts. What? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I'm okay with this. He's got that pop tart money. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce was the impetus behind mm-hmm. the the s'mores pop part pop tart. Oh, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that. that was him. I did not Oh, this him. is really fun. <laughs> I really like this. Also opened <laughs> and is a major financial backer for a series of arcades on the West Coast. I, f- I wouldn't, if you said that to me, called, I wouldn't question that. Called Sultan's Castle. I would not question that if you said that to I mean, me. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. a fucking mogul. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Kulik's the one who convinced Danzig to do the, the Misfits reunion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He just exactly. said, set him down and was like, listen, man, exactly. the people need this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He was also a major campaign contributor to Ron Paul. Yeah. No, probably not. Ralph Nader. There he Oh, yes. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph fucking Nader. Nader. Yeah. Bruce campaigned for Ralph Nader. Yeah. He ran the campaign for, for, <laughs> for Ralph Nader. People don't know that about Bruce. <clears throat> yeah. This is uh, fun. Fucking love Bruce Kulik, man. Like, it hurts. Like, it hurts. <laughs> How much you love Bruce Kulik? <laughs> like, I want, like, every time I see him, I, I want to be like, I fucking love you. <laughs> but I can't. I can't do it. I can't because it'll be uncomfortable. I can't for because him. I'll get a restraining order <laughs> put on me. <laughs> His wife is really nice too. Yeah. Have I? Have we ever talked about her? I think I'm big, I think she I just think came out in like passing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. His wife. His wife is really nice. Good. She's a blonde. Okay. <laughs> That's an odd factoid. She's fucking hot to trot. Oh yeah. Yeah. She white, yeah. And you're saying that? I okay. Is it just because she bangs Bruce Kulick? I think so. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's okay. I have yeah. I have, his, his wife's super nice. I have a thing for the Gorney Weaver just because she was in Aliens. Whoa! Like to this day, even like seventy something. Bruce Kulick wrote. Did you know he wrote Aliens? For for James Cameron, he he tuned up the script. He absolutely did. Tuned up the script. For yeah, James Cameron, and did like half of the casting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and he was a grip. Oh, that's a tough job. It's not an easy. It's not an easy job. You'd be surprised. You get abused. How good Bruce is with cinema, cinematography. <laughs> like, this might be my favorite thing. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Bruce Kulick, you know that, Bruce Kulick invented bread ties. Did you know that Bruce Kulick is actually the sole proprietor of the the real life Willy Wonka chocolate factory? <laughs> he's the he saw the movie and he's like, I can do this better, <laughs> and so he made the real life chocolate line. Absolutely, he's just, he makes the shock tarts, he makes the nerds. It's Bruce Kulick. <laughs> he's, he doesn't have Oompa Loompas. He does. No, that's 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 just for the movies. So him and his wife. Him yeah, and, just just fucking him and Lisa just pus- slaving over candy, pumping out shock tarts. <laughs> we better taste these. Yeah, we we got to quality assure them. 
Yeah, uh, nothing gets by Bruce Kulick. Look, I look. Here's the <laughs> okay. Here's here's the thing. Here, okay. Here's the thing about Bruce Kulick. Yeah, yeah. Save the band. You think so? I think it's 50-50. <laughs> I think it's Bruce and Eric both. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I'll say that absolutely. <laughs> A lot of people talk about how Vinnie Vincent saved Kiss. Because of Lick It, Lick it Up had such a big pop. I mean, yeah, but he didn't do anything but play some guitar. Yeah. He didn't have any Well, he, co- he co-wrote. Oh, did he co-write yeah, he's that? he's got co-wrote song, co-writes on, I think, seven out of eight on Lick It Up. Oh, well, I mean, okay, I mean, uh, and you can I give th- a little bit of credit then. I think three or four on Creatures of I'll the throw night. some credit his way. That's fine. You got to yeah, give credit he, where I credit's mean, due. he deserves a little bit of credit. Yeah. But Bruce and Eric kept that band viable. Yeah, they turned it from, like odd 70s rock that clearly was trying to be 80s into like a solid ass 80s band yeah 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 yes you don't get enough and on top of that too just how fucking badass of a guitar player he is yeah just he's so fucking good like yeah like it hurts yeah like it's like painful like ah like ah. like i'm in the i'm in the presence of the lord (laughs) Uh, don't play it again, Bruce. It's too beautiful. It's too much. It hurts my guts. Yeah, and then Eric on top of that. Eric is such a good drummer. They did, but they used some V drum stuff here. Yeah. And there. Oh, yeah. You there's one song I forget which song it is in particular that like the whole breakdown's V drums. Yeah, that's um. Uh, I think that's anyway slicing. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it's anyway. Which I look, fucking V drums are the shit, man. Those octagon pads were dope. They were Eric Carr could do some neat stuff. They're so cool. Yeah, Eric Carr is all over this album doing fuck doing God's work. Absolutely. Like even the yeah. intro, like the first track, the first thing you hear is like a thirty second little like drum solo, and it's like, oh god, this is not the kiss we are accustomed to. This is not Love Gun. Yeah. yeah, there's double bass all over this album. Yeah, yeah, it is the they Gene or Eric and Bruce fucking mm-hmm. turn this mother out. Yeah, fucking turn this mother out. Like it's it is a significantly better album than a lot of other Kiss albums that people like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this kind of gets shit on for literally no reason. My 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 favorites are my favorites are crazy nights and creatures. Yeah, those are my yeah. two. Like mm-hmm. they occupy the same space. Yeah, and then right behind that is is usually asylum mm-hmm. or revenge. You really like the 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 eighty stuff. From oh them. yeah, like more yeah. than anything else. Oh you yeah, really like yeah it. yeah. That's which is like backwards <laughs> from most people. Most people like yeah. the the old stuff. Yeah, they can fucking go to hell. <laughs> I mean, I like the old stuff, too, but there's definitely, I think Asylum, like, musically is better than all of the old stuff. Yes. Yeah. I really do. I really do. Apt analysis. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to climb the mountain. I'm going to hit the top. I want to go where nobody's ever been. (laughs) I'm never going to stop. Yeah. What are you doing over there? What are you doing with your of the mountain. What are you doing over there with your clickies? Let's look at some Gene lyrics. 
Oh, I wondered what you I were looking pulling, up. I was pulling up some Gene Larrys. Okay, let's hear some. Let's hear this. Let's give it a go. All right, this is Gene whipping out. Is this all on Asylum, or are we, are we reaching out? This is Asylum. Okay. Only okay. Asylum. Good, good, good. Okay. <clears throat> this is Gene in his, in his notebook. <laughs> good. <laughs> his, his, his notebook of platitudes. <laughs> Cliche platitudes. <laughs> all right, this is anyway, slice it. I caught the tail of a hurricane. And I never, never been the same. He always goes up. Yeah. At the tail end of it. Uh, I went out on a limb. Got you under my skin. What all right? You got dirt under your fingernails. <laughs> what I'm thinking can land me in jail. Oh. Womp womp. That's a bad thing. That's kind of rapey. That's really rapey. Wow. That's dark, Gene. Man, yeah. they, they yeah. write a lot of, like, really questionable shit yeah okay here's gene is awful about this yeah because he calls he refers to women's vajayjays as hornet's nests and he doesn't he does it on two songs by the way there's one on uh animalizing doesn't again on a on asylum so like Uh what do you dude what do you put in your dick in like whoa when when you associate why does it like the is it because it burns? Is, is it because it burns? Because you got burning, there's, you got chlamydia or some shit. There's like, a thing. You got your own <laughs> issues to deal with. <laughs> we go to the doctor go <laughs> quickly. Visit, go visit the clinic, man. Uh, well, you're caught in this trap, and you can never go back. Well, oh no, no, oh no, no. I know you want to cross the border, and you know the doctor's orders. Well, it's better late than never. Can't stay innocent forever. It's all right. It's all right. Did he write? Did he write Christine too? Christine sixteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh no. Anyway, you sliced it. You know you can deny it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Gene's a pedophile. <laughs> I don't. Think Allegedly. Yeah. I don't think, I'm not gonna say that. Really, no, I don't know that either. That, but, but he writes. He definitely suggestive lyrics. He definitely does. You know, get behind the age of consent with some gusto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so trial by fire here we go Let's okay see, see i'm ready got. okay only got one life to live and i'm gonna live it oh yeah some people say i go too far i don't care reaching for the stars gonna climb the ladder to the top nothing's gonna stop me now well look out world because here i come oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah Life's a trial by fire. I'm going to live my life. The way they say trial is really weird. Trial by Yeah, because it sounds like, I when I heard it, I was like, I know it says trial by fire, but it sounds like drama by fire. Man. Like, the way they enunciate that's fucking stupid. Trial, yeah, trial by fire is a Bruce co right. Yeah, which there's some good guitar. Yeah, yeah, there's some good riffage in there, but you can pretty much say that about all of these songs, though. Yeah, it's great riffage, yeah. but then you have like Gene just sort of apathetically shit all over the top of the songs. <laughs> 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 gonna, it's gonna apathetically shit all over your riffs. Remember when we were we were talking about him? Uh, traveling around LA looking for a good drum room. <laughs> yeah. 
And just that's how I picture Gene. That's it. My residual image of Gene, like, like just like, <laughs> like standing in that drum room, going. All right, play it back. <laughs> this isn't the one. <laughs> this is not the room. So that's oh, that's the only way I picture Gene Simmons now. That's and, just, and just li- little Eric Carr standing beside him, going. <laughs> well, I have a drum. <laughs> Can just go get a drum. He's like, nope, I'm Gene Simmons. Always picture whenever you talk to Gene Simmons, the first thing he says, "Do you know who I think I am?" I'm Gene Simmons. <laughs> I'm Gene Simmons. <laughs> and I'm gonna yell in this room. <laughs> do you do you have idea? Any idea? <laughs> I'll I'll buy it. Sell it. Any idea? I want want them all. All right, secretly cruel. Um, That's uh, secretly cruel is my least favorite song on this album. That's only Gene writing that, by the way. Yeah, I don't like it. I saw my pictures hanging on her wall. She cut it out of a magazine. It was a hot day. She She wore lingerie and nothing else in between. No, she she had long hair and thigh high snakeskin boots, and she was all over me like a cheap suit. That's uh, that's more than lingerie, Gene. Then she <laughs> just said it was just lingerie. And then you said she had boots on. Which yeah. is it, Gene? <laughs> Mixed messages. I'm asking the important questions. Yeah. But I know <laughs> she's secretly cruel. I ain't nobody's fool. Yeah. So yeah. we got that. Yeah. So there's that. And then, all right, check this out. Uh, ooh, you look good tonight. <laughs> Standing there in your own world, baby, talk to me with your eyes before the moment dies. I want to say to you, time is just passing us by. You keep waiting for something called love. Wake up in the middle of the night. Nobody's going to make it all right. Who wants to be lonely? That's a a good fucking song. That is okay. All right. Here's the thing about who wants to be lonely. Yeah. They should have played it more. More. Yeah. They don't play any of these songs. They play Tears Are Falling. Except for Tears Are Falling. That's the only one. That's the only one. That's what frustrates me about. That's why when people ask me, Dustin, are you going to go say kiss? And I say, fuck you. (laughs) Not even a no. Fuck you. I don't appreciate you putting that <laughs> you putting that devil on me. <laughs> what? Talk about going and seeing Kiss. I don't want that devil. <laughs> I, I wouldn't see Kiss. I, don't I love that. Kiss. You I think I'm going to go see Kiss? I don't want that devil up in me. <laughs> no Bruce Kulick means it's a devil. What an argument. I love Kiss. How dare you suggest <laughs> I go see Kiss? Like... They're not going to play any of the songs I want to hear. No, they're not. They're if never, I go see Kiss, I just I just want Strutter for an hour. Then please stop. <laughs> That's what I want. Extended Strutter. I just want I want like the smoke on the water version of Strutter, <laughs> and just stop. <laughs> or just Peter going. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all just waiting, standing there ready, <laughs> holding the cord, just waiting. <laughs> After like 15 minutes of it. Yeah, just give me an hour of strutter, please. 
Uh, I don't know if Peter could do it. His elbows will start hurting. <laughs> I just want, I just want <laughs> for an hour, please. That's all I'd like. And then you please go, please go. And I want the. I just yeah. make sure you have the big sign. Yeah, I don't look. Yeah, look, Bruce, the Bruce and Eric era. That's it's, t- it's fucking good. That's where I'm at. It's good. That's all you're gonna sell me on, <laughs> unless Vinny comes back. No. Yep. No. I'll pay good money to see Kiss with I believe it is... It would be a shit show, but I'd go see it. It is my opinion and my commentary that giving your money to Vinnie Vincent is a bad idea. Nope. If if it's Kiss with Vinnie, (laughs) I will put the money down. (laughs) That is it. I would... No. Okay. There's that the because he's probably still the, not getting any of that money. So. No, because he doesn't fucking <laughs> exactly, deserve it. Exactly. Like, there's no reason he's for him. He's still not like, signing. Like, so. When a judge says more than twenty times, yeah. No, <laughs> you don't. You didn't sign the paper. Go home. <laughs> you didn't sign the paper, man. It means you don't have a case. <laughs> yeah, nope. there's no case there. Aren't we on twenty-one right now? Didn't he recently do this again? The last, I don't think it's went to court yet. The last number I heard was twenty-two. I know we just re- he just recently did it again. It's yeah, not. I don't I, think it's went to court. I yet, haven't. But. I haven't kept up. <laughs> We had to take a break. We did. We have. We did. We had to stay away from Vinny. We do. <laughs> Editing had to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers had to be called. Editing had to be yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, we probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> I think you're paranoid, <laughs> but I understand as well. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Aside, this is a good album. It's legit a good ass. It's a good album. What do you think of the cover? Because a lot of Kiss fans bitch about the cover. I mean, it's just the solo albums without makeup. Even the colors are the same. Yeah. Yeah. The lipstick on the lipstick colors they have are the same as the, the colors they used for the outline for the solo album. I'd be mad if I was Eric. Had half his face is cut off? Yeah. Yeah. Bitches. I'd be mad if they put me in fucking lipstick. <laughs> I don't want to wear lipstick. kind of Andy Warhol-y, you know? I mean, I can see it with, like, the, the real bright primary colors, but, like... Yeah. It's definitely, like, <clears throat> real 80s. I don't like Andy Warhol. It's got a real poison-y vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, sign yeah. of the time. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, we're busting out the big book. You want to talk about it? We can talk about the big book. You want to do it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so they, they were having they were having a huff, uh, tough time, yeah, uh, financially. Which the, is frustrating because this is a really the, good album through the through the eighties. Um, <laughs> it it yeah. was tough. It was yeah, tough because they were like a seventies band. Everyone knew them as like a seventies yeah, band. Yeah, and the and the makeup cast a very long shadow. It did. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I think uh, most mo they had such a huge commercial. Uh, oh yeah! Explosion through the seventies, but like I said, it, they make up cast a very long shadow. Yeah. And it took them quite a while to get out from under the shadow, yeah. and I don't know that they ever really did. I mean, they put it back on, so I'm going to say they probably yeah, didn't. Yeah, that was the thing. But the the thing is, like, 
I would I would pit Crazy Nights up against Bon Jovi Slippery when wet when wet. I would say I I and, don't I'm unfamiliar with that one as an I am Asylum. And but, it's a pretty tight race. Yeah. Like you Asylum's know? I would put it up against a lot of the other like big rats. Yeah, because they like uh, it's Invasion rat, of yeah. your privacy, um Crew. Uh yeah theater yeah, theater of pain. It's way better than theater of pain. Oh, it's way better than theater of pain. I don't that's, that's well documented. I mean, that's well documented. Some, though. I mean, it's got Home Sweet Home, obviously, but um, smoking in the boys' room, with the Brownsville station I, cover. I don't like smoking in the boys' room. I think it's pretty good. It's real fucking Perfect. like fucking like almost rockabilly. <laughs> like it's not. I don't like well, it. Have you ever listened to the original? Yeah. 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 It's swinging. Yeah. Swinging. Everybody Yeah, I'm not. A- but I would. I would stand. I would stand. <clears throat> Asylum next to look what the cat dragged in yeah. by poison. Oh yeah. Um any other rat catalog. Yeah. Um Theater Pain, Molly Crew. Mm-hmm. And it can go toe to toe with those albums. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just a, it's unfortunate that they um I don't know. Like I said, like I said, I mean yeah, like you pointed out, they put the makeup back on. Yeah. They eventually put it back on. So <laughs> I they think it was a it was a survival move in my yeah. opinion. But I just it's it's unfortunate for me because I'm such a big fan of that era of the band. Yeah. Um that I didn't get more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Realistically, Bruce albums. Yeah, that's Asylum, your that's your next Crazy yeah. Nights, Revenge, mm-hmm. and then Carnival of Souls. Mm-hmm. And then Alive Three, obviously. But I want more Bruce. Yeah. I mean, you could just listen to Bruce yeah. and his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Bruce on, a, Bruce on his own. He does his, his own stuff, yeah. His solo records are pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. He did um, He did this uh, He did this release a while back called KKB. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> He's scatting. Live, live scat drums. Uh, yeah, KKB was like this proggy, cream-sounded band. Hmm. He was in uh, early 70s, mm-hmm. and he's like, let's fucking release it. Yeah. So he released that shit. And it was real good? Yeah, it's cool. It's like it's like listening to Cream. In like the... Yeah. <laughs> but it's... He died. It's very, um, it's very proggy. Yeah. Um, like 70s proggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Psych- cool. Like psychedelic prog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a really cool album. It's, yeah. it's definitely worth checking out. But I just... I'm such a huge fucking fan of Bruce. I know. Like it's... You're the biggest Bruce fanboy. <laughs> There's times when I'm all like, Vinyl Thursday, I'm doing a Bruce episode. Yep. And I go like... <sighs> I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's my that's my thing. I'm yeah. gonna go. Nothing I can ever write, you know, record and edit yeah. is gonna be anywhere near the tears are falling guitar solo. Yeah. So I'm all like, I just I can't even be in your presence. I mean, you could do it. I did that. I did that. I did a Crazy Nights episode where I talked about the first time I met him. Yeah. He was real nice too. And you made him sign something real weird and it made him feel weird. It's behind, <laughs> it's behind you. It's that, la- it's that laminate right there in front of Paul's face. Oh. Yep. That. Oh, okay. There, what's the, didn't you make him sign something, the power of rock compels you? <laughs> and you're, he was like, the uh, fuck? <laughs> no, that, that was Tommy. Oh, okay. I, I had okay. Tommy sign it. I had, uh, I had, um, I, no, I gave you. 
I had Bruce sign. Yeah, yeah, I have that too. You have the the one I had him sign. Do you want to get any party? Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. from that Eddie Murphy yes. from the party all the time. And I got Carter one too. Yeah, and I think I had. I think I had Bruce sign. Um, how how did you get so hardcore? <laughs> Carter, Carter oh, Johnny. It, Carter thought it was funny. I remember when, when he got it in the mail, like I got a text message. It was like, holy shit. You know, like, <laughs> excited Carter, yeah, which is yeah. bigger than life. But anyway, yeah. The the one thing that I always get serious for a minute. Yeah, one, yeah. Of the, one of the things that I always like to talk about when it comes to Kiss is how much they really had to push to to keep making it happen. Yeah, they worked yes, through the 80s. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's indicative of how strong of a work ethic yeah. that collective group of guys mm-hmm. had. Yeah, cuz like they they weren't they like kind of these days like Kiss is kind of riding their own coattails. Right. Like they're not putting out too much music. They're not even playing too many shows. They're just kind of sitting back and they're letting doing, the money roll in. Yeah, but like back like then, the reunion, but the the wind down. But like now, like back in the eighties, like they were so, like you said, they still had the the stank of the seventies on them. Yeah, and it wasn't selling, so they had to like redo the whole thing to more popular trends. And usually, when bands do that, it's a fucking catastrophe. Yeah, and they did it rather successfully. Okay, so I got like a four parter thing. Oh, yeah, okay. This is from uh, the, I thought this was cool. I noted it, and I wanted I wanted to read it to you guys because I thought it get, it gives everyone a little bit of insight mm-hmm. into what what was going on with the band. So this is from C.K. Lentz Kiss and Cell book, um, the making of a supergroup. Uh, C.K. Lent was one of the guys that ran the money for Kiss mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah, um, he worked with um, a dude named Howard Marks um, at their money place at the money pit the, whatever they call it but anyway so okay so here's a, a little bit of um a little bit of backstory is that kiss um to um because they had so much money coming in uh they saw a tax shelter mm-hmm. through owning some property mm-hmm. um in the 70s there was a thing that happened where if you were a big business entity yeah you could create a tax shelter with uh buying some property and just do some financial yeah you know trickery that sort of stuff so Okay, so here we go. Uh, Some of the early investments produced spectacular returns. An oil drilling partnership went public, and the original partners, including KISS, reaped huge profits when their interests were converted to shares on the American Stock Exchange. An interest in an office building in the Gramercy Park section of Manhattan bought before rents began to spiral upward was also a big success. Another oil deal was purchased as the price of oil was peaking in 1981, it showed good returns for years. But as the price of oil plummeted around the world, the company shut down operations. An apartment complex in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, duh, went under due to high vacancy rates when the oil glut in the South forced many oil companies to lay off workers. Another apartment building in Jacksonville, Florida, suffered a similar fate when market conditions for rentals soured uh the profits from the winning investments in oil and real estate were for the most part used to pay for kisses homes and apartments and to plow back into the business to keep it running once the shortfalls began to occur but events had finally caught up with kiss 
the coil, the coil, the coal investment from the late 1970s was something that no one liked to talk about in polite company. I had asked Carl and Howard, those are two guys that worked for the, mm -hmm. um, the financial stuff over the years, why we just didn't write it off and take the investment off the books. A sullen look would come over their faces, followed by dead silence. The problem was that the value of the investment as a tax shelter had been used up. The coal mines themselves were now of dubious value since the boom in coal exploration had come and gone. In other words, the investment was worthless. After a while, I stopped bringing up the subject, but I always had the dreaded feeling that it was a ticking time bomb. Okay, so there's that. Okay, and here's a quick little blurb on the asylum. So they were invested in oil and coal, mm -hmm. like as a band? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Smart. Yeah, but Smart, odd. Yeah. Can you imagine what they're doing now? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh, it goes on. The asylum tour, which ran from late 85 to the spring of 86, wasn't much different than the last. Averaging 5,000 people per night, it was hit and miss. Sacramento would sell 2,600 tickets, but Philadelphia would sell 10,000. The ticket prices were stepped up. Arena shows had been priced as low as 1250 and some were closer to 10. These were bargain basement prices. Many promoters hadn't changed their ticket scales by more than a dollar since the late 70s. We stopped leaving ticket pricing to the discretion of the local promoters and set $15 as the benchmark. Without the increase, KISS would never earn percentage monies. We also jettisoned another money-losing practice, giving discounts on advanced purchases of tickets. It didn't seem likely that a dollar or two off the regular price would have much stimulus to people not pre disposed to seeing kiss in the first place a dollar or two at the box office may seem inconsequential but in the concert business these small increments add up to big money very fast okay okay do, do, do. finish this paragraph real quick uh it's a business <clears throat> it's a business of small change if KISS only did 5,000 tickets each night, an extra $2 per ticket would bring in an additional 10,000 gross revenue. Over a week with five shows, that's an average, uh, that's an extra 50,000. And over 25 weeks, the length of the Asylum Tour, it added up to $1.25 million in extra ticket money. Holy shit. Once a show's costs are covered, much of this extra revenue flows to the bottom line. By the time the KISS tour made it to the West Coast, we were at the midpoint. The Asylum tour would do nearly 100 shows before it ended in April 86. It felt like KISS was stuck on a treadmill. To Gene and Paul, it must have been drudgery. They'd done it countless times in the past dozen years. It had become a grind, but it was the only way to keep their careers alive, and the bills, played, bills paid. Touring was part of the job requirements for rock groups. Whew. Okay. So... I think it's fascinating they invested in coal and oil. That's such an odd Makes thing sense, for man. a band. What do you yeah. think? What do you think Led Zeppelin did, man? Yeah. Food for thought. Okay, so second part of this. In the late 70s, KISS had invested some monies in coal mines in Kentucky, West Virginia, and Tennessee. The government was then encouraging private investors to put money into natural resource development. It was a policy of the Carter administration to explore new sources of energy. The inducement to investors Good word. 
was that they would be able to legitimately shelter part of their income by taking the risk of investing in natural resources. Investors could deduct amounts three or four times greater than what was allowed with other less risky investments, and thousands of well-heeled and sophisticated investors took advantage of this policy to reduce their tax bite. Uh, in the late 70s and early 80s, tax shelters were a booming business. So there you go. The four KISS partners had invested some of their money too. There were big concerns and wanted to hold on to, on to as much of their money as possible. KISS was very concerned that their tax bill be minimized, something which they impressed upon us repeatedly since that was an uh, important part of the job of business managers. Originally, coal mines were only were only one of many investments that KISS had. But by the end of 1987, the coal mines in the apartment complexes in the South were about all they had left apart from their homes and property and some personal assets. In the mid-1980s, a dispute was raging over the government's interpretation of the tax laws and how they should be applied to these shelters. The change in uh, administrations from Carter to Reagan put in place an entirely new group of people in the IRS and the Treasury Department. The new group wanted to interpret the rules in a way that would be considerably less generous to the original investors. Investors, There wouldn't be any preferential tax benefits for investments in high-risk energy development. The write-offs that had been possible under the Carter policies, would, uh, which could amount to three or four times the value of the amount originally invested, would no longer be allowed. Basically, the tax benefits would be reduced to the cash value of the original sum put in. The change in the rules would trigger additional taxes due retroactively plus, plus interest. Calculated for a period of nearly a decade, as was the case with KISS, this could amount to an enormous sum, and the dispute was close to being resolved after years of costly litigation and negotiations. If the original tax breaks were reduced, KISS would owe the government a lot of money, money, possibly more money than they had originally invested. With KISS, the additional money due in taxes and interest would just be another disaster. It would have the impact of a nuclear meltdown. KISS would owe millions. It couldn't be determined exactly how much since the negotiations were still in progress, but it could be catastrophic. The taxes they'd saved over the past decade had been used in part to pay for their fabulous... <clears throat> their fabulous homes... The Super Kiss Productions, their crushing overhead, and their lavish lifestyles. Many investors had used the tax savings from the shelters to make other investments investments with the freed up cash. These investments in many cases generated profits that would ultimately be able to cover their tax liability. Kiss got the benefit of the tax shelters by deferring the taxes, but used up all the savings from them. They had spent their wad. For years, money came in the front door and went out the back door. Everything was spent as fast as it was earned. Kiss worked hard, but they could never hang on to their money. It was always slipping out of their hands. Once their cash began in the uh, once their crash began in the early 80s, Kiss's money troubles grew progressively worse. At the meeting, the looming tax shelter meltdown was discussed. It wasn't the first time, but now a resolution was closer at hand. Carl Howard and Dick brought up Kiss, brought Kiss up to date on negotiations. They had invested in the same deals and were in the same boat as Kiss. A team of expert lawyers had been retained by a large group of investors, including Kiss, to try and work out a settlement with the government. 
The negotiations have become drawn out because of the complexity of the problem and severity of consequences of the proposed rule chain. Gene and Paul sat stone-faced throughout the discussion. A final settlement proposed from the attorneys handling the matter was expected in early 1988. We would then meet... Uh, to decide what to do. It was just a matter of time until the next next tax bill came due, but the die had already been cast. The house of cards had collapsed. <clears throat> and then the final wrap-up to this. One more paragraph. The main bone of contention for KISS was the coal deal. This is when they're getting to the point of separating from Howard Marks as mm. running their money. It's It's the point at which KISS is just going to go on its own. So this is somewhere in the vicinity of 88, 89. Okay. okay. So the deal they've been talking about is about to be finished up. Yep. They're about to get the settlement. <clears throat> the main bone of contention for KISS was the coal deal and its repercussions. When the tax shelter disintegrated, it served as a lightning rod for Gene and Paul's ire and brought their simmering resentment over KISS's decline, declining fortunes to a boil. The tax bill triggered their decision to throw out nearly everyone who had Im- been involved in their career for almost 12 years. The only survivor of Kiss's purge was their attorney, Paul Marshall, whose firm had represented the group since their earliest days, including the period in which they made their coal investments. By 1989, Gene and Paul reportedly had settled their tax problems. Kiss was apparently able to negotiate another extension of their record contract to make a deal with a Japanese company, Hori America, for their music publishing catalog of songs. The 200-plus songs recorded over the years and the rising value of music copyrights in the late 80s may have helped to bail out the group from their tax woes. Hmm. Wow. Yep. So it wasn't just... People weren't interested in their music. It was they have made some questionable investments in this in the late seventies. Yeah, absolutely. I did a little bit of digging, and there were a lot of bands that did stuff like that. Really, um, lots. You don't hear about that shit. Very and it, often. W- it would surprise you at the yeah. bands as well. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that probably Aerosmith got mm-hmm. into that kind of game. Led Zeppelin definitely. Yeah, that sort of thing. But when you look at a band, uh, what's interesting about um, those 70s bands, the mm-hmm. 70s bands that were able to successfully transition yeah. to the 80s, there's very few. Yeah. Hart, Judas Priest are the only two that come to mind. Because Aerosmith. The, <laughs> well, I mean, even then it was still a delay button yeah. for a little while. Like Aerosmith wasn't jack shit until Joe Perry and uh, Brad Whitford had came back to mm-hmm. the band. Um, and we're talking that's all like I think right up to like sometime around uh permanent vacation i think mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not 100% on the yeah, aerosmith yeah. catalog we don't do a lot of aerosmith yeah i don't know um but a lot of those bands and i'll say this kiss survived mm-hmm. the 80s that's for clear. sure yeah. they survived but it was nowhere near at the at the levels of financial comfort you know comfort that they were c- used comfort to comfort that they were used to in the 70s so like i said judas priest and hart those yeah. are the two that come to mind. Yeah. The, the Judas Priest was able to – Judas Priest just kept getting heavier. Yeah, you they know, just kept doing that's, the thing. That's what yeah. they're like, well, we did turbo. Man. Let's Painkiller. Painkiller. Yeah. yeah. So uh, – and, and for <laughs> Kiss, even by the time you got to the early 90s when uh, Revenge – when they released Revenge, Revenge mm-hmm. was a heavy record. It's an analog to Creatures of the Night yeah. within the Kiss catalog. Uh, but prior to that – they did Hot in the Shade, and Hot in the Shade is literally demos. Mm-hmm. They released demos as an album. Yep. 
it was tough. It was tough for a long time. And that paints the backdrop. What I read really kind of explains yeah. how shitty yeah. things were for a while. So I feel it's one of those times where I sometimes wonder if, uh, like we talk about Bruce being very underrated yeah. as a guitar player. I sometimes wonder if the money that would have given them the exposure, yeah. the production, the the just the apparatus to push them, yeah. if, if they had been in better financial shape... We'd be talking about Bruce with fucking Glenn, Glenn Tipton. Yeah. K.K. Downing, um, fucking uh, Eddie Van Halen. You know, yeah. he'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be way more exposed, he'd be way just, more out there. Just sort of yeah. in there, which I think he is. Oh, yeah. I definitely I, think he stands up against all those guys. Yeah, I think yeah. Bruce you, Bruce Kulick and, K, or, and Glenn Tipton. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Jesus Christ. You yeah. know what I mean? They are titans. Yeah. Titan guitar players. And Eric Carr has a drummer too. So they survived the 80s. I think that's probably the best word to use. Yeah. They made it through. Yeah. <laughs> they made it through. So anyway, I thought I thought that it was cool to have like a little bit of insight. I go back to that book quite a bit because mm-hmm. um, it's very, very, it's just rich with info that you just what? don't normally get. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a story in there where there was some issue in a stadium where the crowd got angry at the band Yeah, for some reason and they had to book it. Yeah. And like they took off running and they were running in platforms off yeah, the stage yeah. to get away from an angry mob. And Gene like took off a boot and threw it at the crowd to like try to hit somebody. With oh my god! Like and kept running that sort of thing. Um, like there was just some fucked up shit going on through through, huh. that, through that decade. So yeah. when we talk about Bruce Kulick and Eric Carr, the fact that those guys those guys just kept plugging away, that's indicative of not only their work ethic, yeah. but their their desire to be. Be, to make it, to, to be, unquote, to be, it, yeah. to be successful, that sort of thing. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. When you hear things like that, it's, it's less surprising that they ended up on like reality TV. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that, you know, paycheck's a paycheck. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, it was Gene obviously yeah. doing the, doing the stupid, <clears throat> doing the stupid reality shows. Yeah. All right. Gotta so make that money. Oh boy. Your phone's out. I'm receiving messages. That must mean it's getting close to comment time. <laughs> you want to keep them busy for a second? I got, I think, 21 of these. Are you days. fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's quite Like 21 actual ones? That's not just a number you're making up? Nope. Oh, my God. I will. Oh, excuse me. Oh, my goodness. You all right? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, we always do these, and, like, some of them are funny, and then for some reason you like the ones that are just nonsensical and don't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Those seem to be the ones you like the most. I do. And it's like, but I don't get it. <laughs> but why? All right, that's 21. But why? That's 20. Oh, that's 22. Okay. 23. I 24. 20, I 20, 24, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, let me scroll the way up to the okay. top. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, my God. All oh, my right. God. Okay. You guys know what that means. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Let me get it. Uh oh, maybe it's broke. It's not working. Today. Maybe it's broke. All right, help me do it. Okay. It's time to look at the comments. Oh wow, Big Jake! If hey. you refer to the infamous chat betwixt the music, the lifeblood chat betwixt the four gents that make music, the lifeblood go. 
I don't, don't want to read the first have one. Once again, scour the dirty depths of YouTube to find the refuse. <laughs> the bod, the lowest common denominator. The, the mind refuse of <laughs> mankind. The proverbial slime <laughs> that crawled from the, the ocean. The dirty depths yes. of, of YouTube. It it is my cup overfloweth. <laughs> this is uh all right, Jake. We're in. First, first one. I first one. already don't want to read the first one. Um, <laughs> CJ, just CJ. CJ. Somehow he got that YouTube name. <laughs> good name. Good for you, good, CJ. Good name. Ah, the simplicity of binary time. <laughs> uh, it made me laugh. That's Are you a, starting at the bottom or the top? Top. Top. So okay, sorry. Yeah. All right, all right. Got it. Uh, all right. Next one. Next one. <laughs> yeah, I also had this thought. I share your 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 sentiment, <laughs> Susie Banyan. Two years ago, I think the models in the background are having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in the uh, Who Wants to Be Lonely video. Yeah, and it's like, Dude. yeah, they're they're on something. <laughs> like they're there's one moment where this girl is like twerking her ass and like flexing her back and her head all at the same time and it's like ow stop yeah that yeah. that video is is nasty it's just it's just white girls in water nasty. it's not that nasty it's so nasty it's a lot of shirtless paul and nasty and well the the crescendo of the video is paul like getting the deodorant whoosh yeah on him on him yeah. and he starts and he's like, in the shower <sighs> with the girls yeah <sighs> um it was it was a it was a, a fun little tidbit yeah i think it got banned from mtv because of the girls in the shower it's too fucking hot i don't think it is Ow, uh, I got burned. Jim Calficus two two years ago says Good name. there's a hair in my mouth somehow. <laughs> well, Jim, you just gotta reach in there and pull that out. <laughs> oh, this one's this one's small. This, there's multiple on this one. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Let me see it before you. Before need you need to read, read all them. of them. That one, um, that one might be weird. Let me let me check. Just the top one. Okay, just the top. Just one. the top. Okay, one. okay. Yeah, I got it. Got Brian it. Keith, four months ago, says this is one of my favorites. Gene looks like he's going through menopause in this video. <laughs> he really does. He's a terrible woman. He's a terrible. He does not make for a good woman. He does not. He you know, it's like when you uh, the "I Want to Break Free" video with Queen. I want to where they're in yeah. drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where you're all like, Roger, <laughs> Roger Taylor is fucking hot. <laughs> Roger Taylor's a good-looking woman. He's <laughs> fucking delicious. <laughs> Give me a little snack. <laughs> Yummy. Um, okay. Gene is not. Gene he is, is not. Gene is not a good-looking woman. TRV411, four years ago, says, All hell's breaking loose. Secretly Cruel are two of my underrated 80s songs. Okay. I didn't mean to grab that. That one was stupid. You grabbed it. Ignore it. Gotcha. Uh, Brian Keith. Oh, that's the same one again. You sent it to me twice. Sorry. It's okay. And three times. (laughs) Michael Terman, one month ago, says, I love it. Paul Stanley sounds like a black preacher with a powerful sermon. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What? Don't know. Don't know where to go from there. I thought it was good. No, no. That's, yeah, that's one for the books. (laughs) But, like, that's the impression you got? He's like a Baptist. No. He's like He's very Jewish. Yeah, he's mega Jewish. He's mega Jewish. He's mega Jewish. 
Not just Jew, it's Jewy. Uh, like it, like it's almost like it's kind of sticky. <laughs> it's Jewy. It's like it's Jew. You know, yeah, Jew. Jew is a fun word because not only is it the cur- the the technical term right for a group of people, it's also the slur. Is it? I mean, it's all in the way you say it. Well, yeah, I think it's a tone. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's I've weird. Like, I fucking I I like Jews. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't, my, I don't think my, I know any wife, Jewish my, people. My wife and I went to. Um, uh, it was a while back. We went and ha- did Passover. We did. We did Passover with a with a Jew family. Yeah, and that it sounds was, awesome. And it was like mega Jew exploring cultures. Yeah, it was. Uh, you were like, do you want some gefilte fish? <laughs> I fucking do. And I was like, I'll fucking try it. And then I was like, Why did you give me the gefilte fish? <laughs> I, I I regret because I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Jack Schnitz, five years ago, says okay. at three twenty nine, Paul looks like Ben Stiller, and he fucking does. Did, yeah, did I get the screenshot? <laughs> you got the screenshot. Yeah, let he me see fucking let does. Me, let me see it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he That's does. So weird. It's really funny that you got a comment that says that because when I watched the video, I thought the same thing. <laughs> like we walking much and uh, meet the fuckers up in here. Like Paul is a, uh, he's a. Uh, Harry man like he does things women man He's, i don't think he does he does no there was chicks in the comment section being like fucking hot oh okay like he is making me juicy oh <laughs> that's a terrible word for that <laughs> dr heim one Hi, how do you spell that h-e-i-m dr heim one was that german uh, maybe Four years ago, okay. has some things to say. <laughs> uh, uh, oh man, I don't want to say this. What, what's wrong with it, Doctor Heim? One. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Let me get my voice on. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me, okay. Let me calm down. Yeah, get get gather yourself because this one's gonna get you. Okay. Okay, you ready? Okay. <clears throat> Doctor Heim one, four years ago says. Always have awesome snatch in their videos. <laughs> Whoa, Dr. Heim one. Always have awesome snatch in their videos. Dr. Heim is clearly from the 80s. Who calls it snatch? Nobody. Except old dudes from the 80s. Roadies. Yeah, Rose. yeah, yeah. Debbie Marsden, two years ago, says, <laughs> okay, okay. Paul Stanley loves those marigolds. <laughs> Wish he'd come to do my washing up. Yeah, the gloves. Yeah. 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 I, man. Are they the pink gloves? Yes. In yeah. that particular video. No, they're the, the neon green ones. In that particular video, fucking all the pink and green and then the hot ass pink guitar. I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. That's a uh, good decision. Yeah. I like it. Was I it like a BC Rich Warlock, probably. It's not a warlock. It looks like a maybe. Well, well, I think the Who Wants to Be Lonely video. It almost looks like a Hondo Death Dagger, but it's not. It's, but it looks very. The similar. Who Wants to Be Lonely video. He's playing the cracked mirror warlock. Yeah, that's not this. This is the hot ass pink one. Hang on. What's this? Let me see it. It almost looks like a Death Dagger, but I, I they're not fucking playing Hondos. So. Oh yeah. It's. It looks like a BC Rich. Or it is a BC Rich. Or something. Yeah, it is. It's like the like a, <laughs> a a much sharper version of a an explorer. Kinda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kinda this similar. It's body like a shape. warlock and an explorer together. 
Um, Mark Kelly, three months ago, and I've not read this post yet, but he went back and edited it. Oh. Because it says edited. So that means he fucked something up or said some shit he shouldn't have. Um, in these non-makeup videos, Gene sticks out like an absolute bell end to all to end all bell ends. It's like Paul Stanley formed a band with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, astute, astute, uh, uh, wow, words, um, observation, astute observation, sir. Andrew Arlowski, which that name sounds familiar. I don't know. I'm thinking of Andre Arvlovsky. He's a fighter. Okay. Two months ago says, these, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> these two brilliant Jews I adore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's, he's right. They're the best. Uh, well, Bruce is Jewish, too. Yeah. I don't know if Eric. Wolf335599. Is Eric Jewish? I don't know. Was don't know. His name was Corolla. That sounds Italian. Yeah. yeah. Probably Catholic. Yeah. Uh, Wolf335599, okay. five months ago, says, Maybe it's just me, but Paul always reminds me of Tory Spelling. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know, like, where the fuck is that coming from? I don't, but I also don't disagree. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, weird, but. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like the, well, uh, what's his name? Um, Somebody, yeah, the singer from the village people looked like uh, uh, the kid from Home Improvement. Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Uh, yeah, he looks like Jonathan Taylor. He's like a black version of yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, and like you look at it and you go, no, but then you think about it and you go, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, Sugar K. Good name. Not Sugar Ray. Sugar K. Good name. Six months ago says. Okay. Okay. Well, then, lick my ears, heart emoji. I am the lucky one. Uh, I think that's a. Four leaf clover emoji. <laughs> I'm going to live fast, hard, and meaningful. Kissy face. <laughs> Are those lyrics? <laughs> no. no. Oh. No. Oh. Okay. No. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love. I love. I. What I love about YouTube is the the varying levels. <laughs> of the, the bravery, the, like no, the different levels of of command of the language. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so, yeah. It's so like, all right, <laughs> okay. It's like a t-ball player, and then randomly we'll have like a major leaguer. Who, like, yeah, goes like fucking I know way in there. I got all the words. Um, <laughs> M seven, E M seven. Two years ago, good God, who did Gene's hair? The Flintstones. <laughs> I like it. I like it. M7, you're doing God's I saw, work. I saw that. We were like, why the Flintstones? Because like, it's all fucking... He looks like a caveman. He's got caveman hair. It's just fucking crazy and dry and <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I don't think of the Flintstones. I, I definitely I just, think I just caveman-y. I think like drag queen. You know? Oh, it's an ugly drag queen. I know. Uh, Frank Pasquale, six months ago... When I was little, I always thought Gene looked like Andre the Giant. <laughs> Fucking finally. I have thought that my whole life. Like young Andre the Giant before no, like, he cut his like hair? No, like almost dead Andre the Giant. <laughs> like Jufro Andre the Giant. 
<laughs> he's uh uh he looks like andre the giant yeah yeah <laughs> he really does was andre jewish uh he was some sort of european i don't know if he was jewish but he was some sort of european he wasn't from here slavic or I, russian i want to say something? eastern european Fr- no he's from france is he french yeah he's, fr- he's french oh, okay he's french sure yeah yeah but he totally looks like andre the giant because andre Andre. Andre. Andre the Andre. Giant. Like, um, I think Andre probably ate Jewish people. <laughs> he was a big ass man. Like, he's like, I'm about a food, boss. There's a. I'm gonna <laughs> eat these Jews. <laughs> I, I gotta eat these Jewish people. <laughs> there's a. There's a story. Need more beer. There's a story of him getting really, really trashed on tour with WWF or WCW right. back in the day, and he passed out. In a hotel lobby right in front of the door, <laughs> and no one could get in or out. No one could move him for like five hours. They just had to wait. Yeah. 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 Fun story. That's apparently the same night that he drank like 135 cans of beer or something that's, like that. That's, it's okay. Okay. That's a big man. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> it's really, but it's all so sad. It's very sad. It's sad. Like, we know what. Like, just imagine, like, just, just sitting. Just sitting. Yeah. Like, because no chair. No chair can support you. <laughs> no, like, we're, we're, I, I think like, he was, I think he was 5'50", five, five I think, at his biggest. He was 5'50 or 600. I, and like, he was 7'4", I think. I thought he was 8 foot. I don't think he was 8 like, They may have built him at 8 foot. Well he, fit, well, he kept getting bigger, too. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, giantism. You never stop. Let me yeah. see. Let me see. We'll, we'll, fact, we'll fact check this wrestling fact. Uh, how tall was Andre the... Gigante. Seven four. Seven four. Seven four. He was hmm. uh Jesus Christ, Hulk Hogan was six seven. Is six seven. He's not dead. <laughs> he's not anymore. There's oh. no way. Yeah, he's he's he shrank. Will Chamberlain is seven one. Yeah. On Undertaker, six ten. God, he wasn't even as tall as I didn't realize he was taller than the great Kali. Who? Andre the Giant is taller than the Great Khali. Yeah, he's fucking huge. I didn't realize he was even bigger giant. than that. Hey, Hulk Hogan's not six seven anymore. Probably not. He's shrunk. He's like six five. Doing, whoever, those, doing those leg drops. Whoever George Gonzalez is, the Giant is, Gonzalez. Yeah, he's eight feet tall. He is eight feet tall. Yeah. Good God, he can never take Andre. He's a basketball player yeah. and a wrestler, I guess. <laughs> he's like, uh, what's his name, Dion. Neon Dion. I have no idea. He played football and baseball. Sure. Dion, okay. Dion Sanders, I think his name. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. I, I scrolled down. I got to go back up. Uh, do, 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 do. There we go. Uh, Rod Shark 75, eight fucking years ago, says Bruce Kulick looks like the 11th version of Doctor Who, who went back in time and started in an 80s hair band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's talking about, they're talking about Tom Baker. Tom Baker is the guy that wore the scarf. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Julian, come. Wait, oh. wait. Did you know? Yeah. Bruce Kulick's dad mm-hmm. is Tom Baker from Doctor Who. I did not know that. 
The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, the more you know. The more, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why get the fuck out of here? What the fuck are you doing, you man? My my, the more you know sounded more like cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> Who wants a body massage? Who gives a body massage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a computer. Stop all the downloading. <laughs> Do you like to play baseball, Johnny? Does your mom still hang out at dockside bars? <laughs> Those are so good. I'll tell you, I'm going to have you. You ready, Billy? Ready? One, two, three. Uh... <laughs> I'm a computer. Stop all the downloads. Did you know? Yeah. Bruce Kulick <laughs> wrote all those. Wrote all the G.I. Joe PSAs. Yeah. He yeah. Did. The funny ones. The funny ones. Yeah. The funny ones. And later the real on ones. Life. And the real ones. And the, you know what the best part about those G.I. <laughs> Joe PSAs were? It was the end when they said G.I. Joe. And it was always something different every time. Those were the best. That one just goes G.I. Joe. It just goes on for like three minutes. It's so good. <laughs> Fucking love those. I'm a computer. Stop all the downloading. Juan Camilo Ariz Moncaliano three years ago says we get a body massage. <laughs> body massage. <clears throat> and the Native American who always like just shows up and just goes. <laughs> He never says words. He just mumbles kind of Native American things. Let me read what Julian Camilo Ariz Manquiano says. Okay. Three years ago. Okay. Sailor in the satanic reigns the kingdom. R-E-I-G-N-S, by the way. Sailor, like like on a ship. In the satanic reigns, the kingdom. <laughs> Julian, I'm going to guess that English is not your first language. And that you're probably not here for the right reasons. No, no. No, <laughs> no it is his first language. <laughs> he's just borderline illiterate. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He's just next level fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've... Julian... Is it Julian or Julian? I'm not sure, but either way... To, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay. You're not here wait, for the right reason. I'll share, I'll share something with you. Okay. Share, okay. I'm going to share okay. something with you. Okay. So when we do these episodes, I have to look through YouTube. I have to look Clearly. at the, I have to look at yeah. the comment. Right. And I have a working theory. I have a working theory that the strangest comments. Yeah. Like, like he thought, you know, the yeah. Guy, yeah. The guy talking about the Lord. Thoughting like that was that went on too. He had like fifteen comments. He, he fucking napalmed <laughs> that comment section like everywhere you turned. It was ridiculous. But anyway, I have a working theory mm-hmm. that the strangest comments, yeah, the the ones where you're like, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, it's Vinny. 
all of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. And that is literally what Vinny's been doing for fucking 20 years. While he was away. Yeah. Since YouTube started. He's just been commenting bullshit. (laughs) Vinny, did you know? Like tens of thousands. Did you know (laughs) that Bruce Kulik was one of the first YouTube trolls? (laughs) Did you know? <laughs> Did you know that Bruce created and runs 4chan? <laughs> oh, poor Bruce. <laughs> Bruce was one of the first trolls on YouTube. His name was uh, Kulik hashtag 420blazeit. 360 no scope. Uh, <laughs> What's what's so ridiculous about this? Like, this shit's made up. We're making. Oh yeah, like they're making, clearly all fake. We're making this stuff up about about Bruce, but there's a possibility <laughs> that Bruce is going to hear this. Yeah, like there's just a <laughs> there's a smidge, slim a very chance, smidge chance. And Bruce is gonna go. Oh, they really like me. What? <laughs> <laughs> they really like me. They said what about me? <laughs> That I did what? <laughs> I <like>, own Pop Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> like, not a Pop Tart, like the brand Pop Tarts. Like, you have money in, like, I, in like Kellogg's. I, cre- I created bread ties? Is that. I was the first internet troll? Did I? <laughs> Wait, did, do I do that? <laughs> See Bruce be like, I'm gonna check. <laughs> I'm gonna wiki this. I don't. I, I do. Yeah. That's not me. That's not me. That's why are they saying this? <laughs> I've never met Eddie Van Halen. I don't know what's. I mean, I trained him. <laughs> <sighs> Did you know? Did you know that Bruce wrote the script? Yeah. And the book, mm-hmm. the Cosmos. <laughs> By Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan just took credit. Yeah. Bruce was like, I can't. It's, Bruce, they won't believe it from me, Bruce Carl Sagan. Is, no, Bruce is like, here, I know you. you. I know you need this. <laughs> they all take one for the team. I know they think Stephen Hawking is smarter than you. And that's bullshit. So I want everybody to know that's a bunch of shit. Did you know Bruce Kulick founded Marvel Comics with Stan Lee? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Did you know yes. Bruce Kulick is Stanley? <laughs> yeah. Well, just keep going. Exactly. The more ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Bruce Kulick invented Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah. He worked for Hasbro and he invented the Transformers. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more. This is too fun. <laughs> <sighs> Did you know that Bruce Kulick has a purple heart for his time in World War II? Uh, absolutely. 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 He got shot in his in his left hand. He was an airborne which, ranger. Which makes his guitar playing that much more impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Kulick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruce Kulick killed Hitler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bruce Kulick was in the bunker. Yeah, yeah. Killing Hitler. Yeah. He just he kept it under wraps because yeah. that's the kind of guy he is. 
Bruce Kulick. He's just like, die, Hitler. <laughs> He's had his guitar with him still. Full, full asylum get up, but in the bunker. I bet these tears are falling, Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these are the best. Anyway. Did you know <clears throat> that Bruce Kulick single handedly drills and removes all of the oil from the Middle East? By hand. By hand. Yeah. Yeah. He sets the prices on oil. He does. Single handedly. He does. Yeah. He also <clears throat> did you know Bruce Kulick invented Antarctica? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you know that Bruce Kulick was the emperor of the eleventh dynasty in China? Absolutely. Yeah. We're going way back. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. He invented paper in the Zing Dynasty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Did you know that Bruce Kulick was the basis of Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen? He keeps his powers in check. It was, it was based on he's Bruce Kulick. big blue penis. Alan Moore was like, fucking Bruce That Bruce Kulick, Kulick guy. He's. I'm going to go do a lot of drugs and write about Bruce Kulick. Yeah. Yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Swamp Thing. Saga of the Swamp Thing. Saga Did you know that Bruce Kulick is Swamp Thing? <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you know that Bruce Kulick invented Jewish people? What? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he was like, I got an idea. Did you know it's actually Bruce Kulick that delivers all the toys on Christmas for Santa? Uh, it makes a hundred percent. It's sense. way more feasible. It's way more feasible. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long silence. <laughs> um, I really think it's Vinny leaving all these weird comments. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I really do. <laughs> Marco Barnesness two months ago says... Wait, what? what's the name? Marco Barnesness. How do you even spell B-A-R-S-N-E-S-S. Barsness. Barsness? I don't believe you. Okay. Uh, two months ago, look at that Paul Stanley head at 33 seconds in. Look at it. <laughs> and it's just him peeking through blinds, I think. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like him. Like, it doesn't... It looks like somebody else. Oh, it does. It looks like they just took a fake head and put it there and separated the blinds. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't look, like that. It looks like it's maybe Paul's stunt double, maybe. Yeah. Machines Within, six years ago, and I'd like to mention, ironically, this man's profile picture is Hulk Hogan. Dude, I've seen these guys in concert two times, and each time, Paul shook his perfect ass on the Jubbotrot. <laughs> Jumbotron, maybe? <laughs> no. No, the Jumbotron. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save that one. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to save that one. That's gonna, that'll be useful in what the future. What is it? Jumbotron? 
<laughs> Jubotrot. <laughs> Jubotrot. That sounds like a Star Wars character. You ju- 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 Jubotrot? <laughs> yeah, he's a Mandalorian. <laughs> he's definitely a Mandalorian. <laughs> What is it? Jubotrot. Spelling. J-U-B-O-T-R-O-T. Jubotrot. Like, that's not even close to Jumbotron. Uh, uh, What is a a Jubotrot? What the hell is that? It's a fucking Jubotrot. Did you know? (laughs) Jesus Christ. That Bruce Kulik is the Jubotrot. Yeah. What? what? It's gotta be Jumbotron, and he just fucked it up. No, it's a Jubotron. <laughs> that, that's a real thing. See, if we should uh, we'll do uh, Google Translate. Um, Maxi four four nine two eight years ago. I am concerned about him. <laughs> um, dead drunk. Proud of it. Love this song. <laughs> Not dead drunk and proud of it. <laughs> Dead drunk, proud of it. Love this song. <laughs> proud of being dead drunk, or no, the, no, 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 no. Not dead and drunk. Dead drunk. Dead drunk. Okay. There is no comma in between those. <laughs> dead drunk, comma, proud of it. Three exclamation points. Love this song. Three exclamation points. Dead drunk, proud of it. Okay. What a frowny face that. <laughs> what? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Frowny face it on the chat. Uh, Murph Dog Four. Did you know? Did you know that Bruce Kulick invented emojis? I did know that. I did. They came to him in a dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Murph Dog 4, four years ago, says, Uh, I once played this song on the boombox for a girl, then winked at her, and then I showed her to never trust false advertising. (laughs) Solid advice, Murph Dog 4. Okay. All right. (laughs) Jumbo trot. Jumbo trot. Is there any more? That's it. That's all of them. I'm at the bottom. <laughs> What's the last one? That was the last one. That was the last yeah, one? The false advertisement. Chubo <laughs> Trot was the one before it. No, two before it. Dead Drunk was the one before that. <laughs> dead, dead Drunk. Proud of it. They always in the same way. <laughs> How do you? What do you mean? Just nonsense there at the end. Dead, a dead drunk Jubotrot. I'm gonna write that one down. That's probably a good band name. For the oh, list. that's such a good band name. Dead drunk Jubotrot. No, just Jubotrot. <laughs> Jubo. I have. I now have 
three things written on the table over here. And I only put my favorite, I only write my favorite things on the table. So there are, do you want to get any party? Yeah. Drink the glaze. And now, Jubotron. Let's drink. Let's drink the glaze when we were talking about the... Vi- comparing Vinny's music the, to food if he was a cook. The, his, the steak would come out in a three-gallon bucket of glaze. And then he'd stand there and make you drink the glaze. <laughs> drink, drink, drink it. Drink the glaze. Drink I, But I wanted... I just the steaks. No, drink it. Drink the glaze. I made this for you. Drink the glaze. <laughs> I can't imagine. I just <laughs> somehow when you when you when you when you think about Bruce Kulick, yeah, and, and all of his good deeds, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just everything about Bruce <laughs> Kulick, the, yeah. the, the actual things about Bruce Kulick, yeah, the, the things, things we've stated here today. Is, the, <laughs> The actual thing. Stop. No. No, when you think of when you think of like the actual Bruce yes, Kulick yes, yes, and yes. then you think of Vinnie Vincent, it makes Vinnie Vincent worse. Because <laughs> I think you Bruce Kulick's you, not a fucking crazy you, asshole. You, like, what you find yourself doing usually with Vinnie is just sort of examining it in in a vacuum. Yeah, in like you an know, intellectual space, if you will. Where 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 having a, a two hundred and fifty dollar birthday party where Vinny, forgot about the birthday where, party. Where Vinny makes his own hors d'oeuvres. Is $250 the new Vinny Vincent price point? <laughs> it used to be 100 bucks. It's 250 now. <laughs> yes. It's $250. That'd be $250. Which, which, which is within the vacuum of Vinny Vincent. Yeah, yeah. $250 birthday party ticket. Yeah. And him making orders. And he made it for you. And selling posters from a show that never happened. <laughs> Signed. That's pretty regular. You yeah, know, that's, that's a pretty fair, run of the mill. That's yeah, normal. That's like, yeah, yeah. That's regular. And then, that's regular Vinny. And then you stand that next to Bruce Kulick. Just maybe Bruce Kulick typing an email. Yeah, you know, it's a professional, well-written email <laughs> right. where he says thank you at the end. <laughs> right, and you go, huh? <laughs> what 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 a and tangled you, web we weave. And then you look back at Vinny and you yeah. go, stop. Oh yeah, okay, stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. You're so used to his bullshit, you're just like, yeah. But then you put it next to someone and you go, oh, yeah. That's, I forgot. I it. forgot how crazy I this forgot is. about how bad it was. I've lived in the trenches for too long. I don't know what the sun looks like anymore. This is like, this is like kids that live with hoarders. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. The kids, this is normal, right? Yeah, the kids are like, this is fine. Yeah, I just sleep on. I sleep on trash that I also eat on. It's fine. That's that's perfect. <laughs> what is it, everyone doesn't do this? <laughs> I just don't understand. Someone's going to get. Someone's going to give Vinny two hundred fifty dollars for that CD. There's going to be there's go, like there's I, going to be someone that does it. That's why I wanted to like I didn't want to bring it up because I'm trying to stay away from the Vinny hole right now. <laughs> but like. I went and like you sent you sent that link to the page. Oh yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. Well, I gotta click it, <laughs> so <laughs> I clicked it, and I went in to look at the CD, and it was for sale and pre-orders. Right, and there were people really hyped. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> there, are, yeah. there are people going to buy this. I have, an, I have another working theory about Vinny Vincent. Yeah. Another working theory. Is he that driving Vinny, his own hype train? Vin, Vinny is, is, what he's doing is he's concentrating. He's boiling down. He's reducing. Yeah, the glaze. He's reducing. <laughs> he's reducing it. He's reducing it to a single individual. Yeah. And that will be his best friend. Yeah, I guess. This is the, you're my number I, one friend. You're my literally my best fan. And it's yeah. just gonna be someone that is like it's like a it's like the it's like the eighties hair metal equivalent of a gimp. You know, someone <laughs> someone just for like, anything. <laughs> I mean it guys. I I'm Anything you want, See, I'm, I'm into it. I think it's more like he finds the one guy and he invites the one guy over, and like everything just changes. <laughs> like this whole thing's been a ploy the whole time, and Vinny's find. totally normal, and he's just like, "Come with me, and you'll see a world of your imagination." And it's just like he opens the doors to his house, and it's just guitars and albums, and everything's normal. And like fucking Gene and Paul are there, and they're like, "Hey!" And like it's been a thing the whole time. It's just all a rue. There's no. <laughs> That's what I want anyway. It's literally trying to understand crazy. Like you can't like it's, there's there will always be a part of me. There's there's three there's three parts. I'm broken into thirds on Vinnie Vincent. Right. The first third is fuck you, you fucking crazy butthole. Why are you doing this? There are better ways to spend your time. And then the second one is there's something legitimately wrong with Vinnie Vincent and I'm concerned. <laughs> Like, yeah. I want you to yeah. be better. Yeah. I want you to be successful. <laughs> and that. the third part is, fuck yeah, Vinny Vincent. Yeah, <laughs> Vinny Vincent Invasion. Yeah. There's three parts that are always fighting each other. His fa- it fucking kills me. Yeah. It the Asylum's great. Fucking, <laughs> the Vince album without Vinny. It fucking kills me. Uh, like, okay, one thing. And we, we'll go back to Bruce. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll yeah, wrap yeah. this up. We got this kid's skin. It's getting crazy. Okay, okay, check this out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was right. We literally have more likes on our social media than Vinny. (laughs) On Facebook? Yeah. Oh, I got to see this. (laughs) There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Also, the... uh... The guy who came up as like recently added friend on Vinny Vincent Page, I'm pretty sure was in the militia. Oh, really? I think that I've seen that name in the militia let before. Me, let me look at it. Let me look at it. Where's that? Yep. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that's he a is. militia member. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that name. Yeah. That's uh, a. <laughs> So we're doing God's work for Vinny, I guess. We're pushing people his way. I just want, I just want him to succeed. Yeah, just do, do just record a new dope ass album do with it. a dope ass band and put it out. Just do what Bruce does. Yeah, just, just fucking do, sign shit and be good. Just do that. <laughs> just sign do shit, that. show up and be good. Get a good band to play in for your side hustle. Yeah, and then just fucking no, just no, no, just release. Vinny v- VVI3. Just do it. Just fucking do it. 
Do you know it doesn't have to be the same band? I feel, just like, get yeah, new people. I feel like it's not Vinnie Vincent Invasion anymore. It's like Vinnie Vincent Inception, you know, like where he's I'll buy that. He's like a he's like a star collapsing in on itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, to like the into till it's infinitely <clears throat> infinitely dense. Yeah, like know? if VVI three came out, I'd be pumped. I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd be pumped. I guarantee you there's some fucking people out there who'd be who'd happily be on that. Oh album. yeah, absolutely. But it would have to be a situation where I, I can't imagine how that would work. Is no. it just like It doesn't work. Yeah, Vinny That's... writes all the shit and then someone else records it and he's out of the process at that point. <laughs> Like, that's the only way it works. Here are the demos. Redo it. I'm out. <laughs> like, that's that's all the only way it works. You just see people being like, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No. We're not going to do that. <laughs> this is a 14-minute song with uh, nothing but you. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> going to fix that. I'm gonna make you money. Hold, toe the line, please. <laughs> it always goes back to Vinny. It's because Vinny is the most interesting thing about Kiss. <laughs> Hands down. It's not he's just something else. Like he's something it's like he's like he has like <laughs> different chromosomes. You know, like he just this I th- I think he's the next evolutionary step we're all gonna be vidi in like 200 years <laughs> like he's the only way this makes sense is if he's he's like a like a meta being <laughs> he's like the metatron <laughs> just he he is the metatron he can't be the metatron because bruce kulik is the metatron did you know <laughs> did you know did you know bruce kulik is the metatron that's right yeah that's right he is the voice right. of god so in the catholic it? faith like is Vinny like the like the Lucifer equivalent to Bruce's. No, but no. I would like, imagine I no. Vinny's more of the, you know, historically speaking, in in you know, figure archetypes. Vinny Vinny's the jester. Vinny's the clown. No, the no, trickster. No. Oh, he totally is. No. Vinny's gonna the convince tri- you to pay tri- two hundred and fifty dollars for a CD you don't want. The the trickster. Yeah, I'll get behind yeah. that, but not the jester. Okay. No, the jester's no kind of all knowing. He knows. He knows the dirt. He can speak truth to the king. Yeah. No, I meant the the, the trickster. Yeah. The trickster. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. He's the fucking trickster. Like he's gonna get you. Bruce would be the mage. Yes. I'll buy that. He can make you believe in magic. In a young girl's heart. <laughs> I look. Does that make Paul the King though? No. No. Gene the King? No. Well, it's definitely not Ace and Peter. (laughs) So. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Gene's the King and Paul's the Jester. Because he can talk to the king and be like, fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 How many times, how many, I like, I wonder how many times Paul has had to go knock it off. Yeah, dude, fucking stop. <laughs> I don't even think, like, he doesn't even, like, he's not even polite about it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, because there, there's a couple stop. years, there's a couple years ago when Gene was like, depression isn't real. And, oh, and tweeted it out. I forgot about that. And then Paul, and then Paul was like, he's a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best part about it is that I don't know if they like each other all the time. I don't think they do. 
There's no way they do. Yeah, so There's Gene's no up, fuck, and that's wrong. <laughs> and if you need help, call me. <laughs> that's like, that was it. Yeah. That, that was the exchange. So he's a fuck. And then once in a while, Nikki Zix comes in. <laughs> and, and, and says some bullshit. tries to smack somebody on the balls. You know, like... <laughs> And it's just fun, it's just funny because like like Bruce does, like he's like oh no yeah hands off <laughs> yeah dude hands off I'm not I'm not fucking around I'm gonna be over here wearing bandanas and playing music <laughs> right yeah hey, we got Grand Funk Railroad <laughs> I got I got I got these miniature guitars they're on sale fuck nine ninety nine that's not two hundred fifty dollars I like ESP you guys are. Awful. (laughs) (sighs) And just like, I've said it. I've said it so many. You guys awful. (laughs) I just love how matter of fact that is. Well, I'm here because you guys are fucks. (laughs) I'm just super confident in that statement. Just, uh, I mean, look what they do to people. You know what I mean? Like, look what like Mark St. John was in the band for like not even a year. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, I, <laughs> nope, I'm, uh, I'm, my hand blew up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. So I'm just gonna go do some methamphetamine. I'm gonna do some not this, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> have this band called White Tiger. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. It's not for that, it's not that good. It's gonna be really good for two years. <laughs> Then gone. And then I'm going to pop in at an expo every now and then be like, I fucking hated being in that. <laughs> Jesus. How does it always get into this? I'm going to be over here because you guys are fucks. <laughs> it's so fucking Bruce, straight But forward. Bruce is so like, you don't have anything bad to say about Bruce. You don't. There's nothing. There's because not. There is nothing. Because every time there is an issue, he just, like, faded into the ether. <laughs> like. He's a, well, no, that's, I mean, there's something to be said for someone that can deal with that. <laughs> just, you know, but, you physically see, like, an interview <laughs> where, like, you're the camera and I'm Kiss. And Bruce is back there just like... <laughs> Like, nope. I am noping out of this real hard. Just slowly ducks out of the way. He's, yeah, he's just, he's, it's so, like, it makes it, when, okay. You know, you have, like, the control group. Bruce is the control group. Oh, yeah. And then everyone else. Everyone else got the placebo. Is, is, and maybe Tommy just didn't show up. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, I'm not even going. He took a day off. Oh, fuck well, you. Everybody else, <laughs> yeah. everybody else is in the experiment group. And when you, because what, happen, what happens is you just get used to kiss shit. Yeah. You know, like you get, you're like, you take, there's, I've, there's so many times I've, I dug too deep. Yeah, and you with, find out things you don't want to know. I'm all like, fuck, I can't I, unlearn that. The thing, yeah. the, the one that finally, like, because I was just like, they're just fucking buttholes. It is what it is. And then that interview came out where they made the guy take off his Iron Maiden shirt <laughs> oh, yeah. and put on a shirt that's like four times too big for him. And I was like, okay, this is hard to justify. <laughs> like, either two things happen. Either they're fucking assholes or they are so far up their own asses they don't know who Iron Maiden is. <laughs> Which seems unlikely. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
And it's only when, and it's funny because you're all like, we're like, like, well, I mean, he, I mean, last year he did say depression wasn't, (laughs) but then boss, it was like, fuck that guy. And then you're like, the scales are even again at that point. What's happening? Yeah. (laughs) And then there's Bruce, Bruce just kind of like. <laughs> standing in the different in the, in the background, yeah. just being like, um, "No, you guys, you want to buy want an autograph? You guys want to buy a little guitar? <laughs> What's going on? You want to buy a tiny guitar for it? And Ten bucks? It's only at those points when you look at Bruce and go, oh, normal. And then yeah. you go, ah! <laughs> oh, you look yeah. back at the rest of the band and you go, oh, this is fucking horrifying, <laughs> like." You can even Whoa. you can even look at the members who aren't in the band anymore and be like, ha! <laughs> like they're still crazy. <laughs> they're still off the deep end. Right. <laughs> How did Vinnie Vincent get in Kiss? It was, it was ah. There was it was uh they a contract that wasn't signed. They were the uh, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't remember. He. They let him in? <laughs> it just happened. Like, it's so just like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, just confused, no- confused noises. Uh, uh, uh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I, I sometimes wonder, like... You know, when we, we, we did that episode a while back where someone had said, Eric Carr's not dead, he's living in Minnesota... Yeah, where, you remember that? Yes, I do. I sometimes wonder if that's true. Where he was he's just, Eric Carr, just where, like nope. He was just Eric was like, this is the only way out of this. <laughs> they have to think like, I'm dead. <laughs> I gotta fake my death. <laughs> like there's, I can't, I can't deal with it. Uh, <laughs> they let Paul's shrink become the manager. <laughs> well, like, what? He has no managerial experience. <laughs> yeah, he's managing Paul. He's man- managing Paul's brain, but that doesn't make money. Uh, and then the dude like fucking skipped town because like he, he's just like he, fucking deuces no the manager guy. yeah he skipped town he took all the money and was like see you later fucker he did something real shady and that's and everyone should have went well i told you it was a bad idea and then paul was like hey doc mcgee used to run cocaine i think this is probably a good idea he knows money <laughs> he's like he understands cocaine he understands that we are trying <laughs> to skate by legally right now let's let's get that guy let's get that guy in. my fucking sides hurt <laughs> this is the most i've laughed at an episode in a minute <sighs> i just i just want fucking let john bouvois be in the band that's what i've taken away from this Jean Bouvois. Yeah, just put him in the band. He would have fucking killed it. He would. Did I, I sent you a video of him playing all night. Did you watch it? Mm-mm. You didn't send me that. This I did. Are you sure? I did. You missed it. Okay. Because you missed things. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I know. Every time you say it, though, that's just what pops in my head. You'll scroll back up through these 400 comments. I'm clear up to Vinny. Oh, nope. There it is. <laughs> Everywhere. No, it's feel. It's you sent me feel the, the heat. World. Oh, no. There it is. That's uh, him. All, uh, all night. Yeah, yeah. That's him. 
Oh, okay, cool. Fucking feel, 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 feel my heat. Cool. I didn't watch it. You got the touch. That's, you got the power, yeah? Yeah. That's not him. No. It's not. But it might as well be. That's, uh... After all is said and done. That's a uh, fuck. Transformers. Yeah, but that's a that's the guy did that and the oh, other yeah. song. Yeah. Um, shit. Oh my god, how have I forgotten this? I'm so disappointed in myself. Behemoth. Yeah, that's the one. That's <laughs> You got the touch. You got the power. Dan Bush. Stan Bush. Yeah. (laughs) He also has uh, another song from that album that's really good. Did you know Bruce Kulick wrote that? Bruce Kulick is Stan Stan Bush. Bush. Yeah, I mean that would actually make a lot of sense. (laughs) He has another song that's really good too off that album. I fucking love, like, legit love that album. Dare. Dare. Gotta believe you can survive. You got the future in your hands. Dare. Gotta live your dreams alive. Gotta make a stand. You can live if you dare. So fucking. God damn it. I love Stan Bush. <laughs> so fucking good. Every time that's not, you, every that's time not you that. talk about Stan Bush, I think of that's that song. not that's not him. I know it's not, but it makes it's me think. <laughs> that's uh. It's like it's a every time sh- shitty. Every time I think of Grim Reaper, I think of watching looking at the hogs at the 4-H fair. What? Because um, Beavis and Butthead mentioned um. The some about a four H fair when they were watching the Grim Reaper video, yeah, and it's such an unfortunate Dream Evil, the Book of Heavy Evil, oh, the band Dream Evil, Heavy not Dream Evil, not that one, <laughs> not Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Dream Evil fucking blows too. Bruce Kulick should have played with Dio. Uh, yeah, that would have been Bruce Kulick so should play weird. with literally insert power metal band. <laughs> Bruce Kulick would be great. Anyone, yeah, doesn't matter. The Man of War, Bruce Kulick, great. <laughs> it works. Blind Guardian, Bruce Kulick, great. Do it. Yo, you know who he'd be good with? Heaven and Hell, Angels and Demons. Uh, Queensryche. Disagree. Really? I don't like Queensryche. Well, you're... He would be good with Queens. He'd be great though. with yeah, Queens. He in my opinion, he's better than Chris DeGarmo. Yeah. I don't... I just Chris DeGarmo. I never got into Queensryche. Fucking louse. I wanted to get into Queensryche. Because I'm a power metal guy and I'm a prog guy, but like it's just not good. <laughs> I you, just don't like you it. Dumb. I just don't like it. Son of a bitch. I mean, it's not that it's not good. I just don't like it. You're God damn. It. <clears throat> Have you even listened to Operation Minecraft? Oh yeah, a number of times. Apparently not. Trying really hard to get into it. Did you listen to Empire? No, I've just listened to Operation Minecraft a couple times. Just trying to get into it. What if they have another album I've listened to too. Operation Minecraft 2? No, I'm getting I'm getting albums mixed up. I used to have a weird enough, I had a Queensryche shirt when I was young, and I also had a police shirt hmm. of synchronicity, and they looked similar, and it gets confused in my brain. <laughs> Not the album titles, just the shirt did. That's weird. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, I just, man, I tried so hard. I really did. You're not doing it right. I mean, I'll try it again. I'm much older now. It was years ago when I listened to it, so... I'm frustrated. Dang, you can get frustrated. I don't fucking care. 
who doesn't get frustrated? Bruce Kulick. That's right. Not once in his whole life. Yeah. He's never done anything wrong. Keeps it. He's a master of the Socratic method. Yeah. He's a master of his emotions. Yep. He's also a world champion pool player. Yep. Yep. You know what's funny about that, though? You can say that, and you go, I'll buy that. And then you could say, do you know that Bruce Dickinson is a master fencer? (laughs) And that's true. Yeah. (laughs) And it sounds very similar. (laughs) Did you know? You can actually say a lot of things like that about Bruce Dickinson that are actually true. Did you know that Bruce Kulick parked all the buses that Evil Knievel jumped over? He did. He did. Did you know that Bruce Dickinson is actually Bruce Kulick's co-pilot? That's right. Yeah. It's not It's not Dickinson that flies the Iron Maiden plane. It's Bruce Kulick. It's Bruce Kulick. Yeah. That flies under the radar because they're both named Bruce. Yeah. I wonder if Bruce Kulick ever thinks about us. <laughs> Did you know Bruce Kulick um, filmed the first Shark Week? Oh, for Discovery. Yeah, yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, he loves sharks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Did you know that Bruce Kulick did the architecture for the Pentagon? Really. I didn't know that. That's good. That makes sense, though. It makes sense. Seeing that he's the highest paid architect in the world. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who else are you going to call to make the Pentagon? It's got five sides. It's got to be Bruce Kulick. Did you know Bruce Kulick owns the Mona Lisa? Yeah, he he has it on loan to... to, uh, we're at the Lou. The Lou. It's on loan at the Lou. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bruce Kulick actually had to give Beyonce and Jay-Z permission to, he gave them permission to film in the Lou. Bruce Kulick is Beyonce's costume director. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. He also does Burt Reynolds taxes. Really? Yeah. I bet that's a hard job. Not easy. But he's doing God's work. Yeah. So. Did you know Bruce Kulick is the one who told Burt Reynolds to grow the mustache? Is that right? He's doing his taxes. You know, they, they're friends. They talk. And he's like, listen, Burt. Just threw it out on the table. You just got to, like, listen, things are going well. But they'd go better if you yeah, had a mustache. If I can grow this mustache. Yeah. I'm telling you. Did you know that Bruce Kulick uh, voiced the car in Knight Rider? Oh. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World, but Bruce. it was Bruce Kulick doing a Mr. Feeney impression. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Bruce, 